0: Log Talk Radio. Oh, oh.
1: to talk about, okay, we you know, we got in the hot topics description T.I. and Tiny debacle, okay, because we got to talk about T.I. and Tiny today, okay, T.I. and Tiny have, is it's just, I mean, it's wild what's out here, and it kind of goes with what I, ha- didn't we, I, I kind of had this talk with you guys last week about celebrity and, you know, and protecting themselves, and and, young, and women protecting themselves. Hanging out with celebrities, right? <clears throat> so I'm excited to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. And we're going to talk about my post inauguration. 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 Okay? Because I didn't talk to y'all last week. I know. Y'all I, I thought I was getting ready to go on a two week vacation. And I was. But you know what happened? T.I. and Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> and I decided to come back and talk to y'all. Okay? Okay, so we got a lot to discuss. Let me tell you. My week, y'all know how I start off. My week is. Could was stressful Man, I've been Okay, so like I got my other Spanish class, right? Oh, Jesus I need somebody who knows Spanish (laughs) My best girlfriend You know, I talked to her She's uh, she's, uh, She is half, you know, Puerto Rican And she just like, you know She'd be like, that's not how we talk I uh, no, that's not how it goes. So I'm like, I don't want to learn from her because she's like, you know, even though she's a teacher, she she her her thoughts on it is she she speaks in broken language, you know? So she doesn't speak, you know, we you learn proper Spanish, right? And you know, here's the thing. This is so funny. I like I had a lot of Spanish when I was in high school, and right when I got out of college, I had a whole lot where I could speak it, now. I, but I stopped, and I just couldn't even, now I don't even pay, I don't really even remember. Certain things j- jog me, you know, every time I take a class, it jogs my memory back, but it's just I'm older now, and I'm like, damn it. So <laughs> I'm doing that, and I have a other class, some other classes, and, you know, just listen. So I've been kind of stressed, Okay. But it's all good, it's all good i'm 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 getting through it, okay, so but that's why you know I was gonna give y'all a
2: minute <laughs>
1: but it uh but it's good, okay, so now uh what else did i ask? since I haven't talked to you guys in a uh, in a minute uh what was it to ha this happened since then <gasps> oh yeah, the chiefs are going back to the super Bowl, <laughs> totally cool, <laughs> listen. I'm for it. The Chiefs can go to the Super Bowl, like, for the next five to six years, and I will be happy as a lark. Why? Because, you know, it's been painful if you've been a Chiefs fan the last several years, my lifetime, okay? It's been a painful experience. You know, you have roller coaster ups and downs, ups. (laughs) And so to go back to the Super Bowl back-to-back is like some wild shit. You're like, yes! So yeah, I'm I'm pretty geeked about it now. I'm upset because they I don't know if they're gonna do I don't think they're gonna do a parade in my hometown this year because of uh, uh, COVID. But I got to go to the parade last year. Listen, 29 degree weather. It was like 28 degrees in in Kansas City outside at four something in the morning with other nuts. <laughs> Cause we gotta be dumb. We gotta be nutty to be out in twenty eight degree weather with our chief chairs. <laughs> our chief our chief uh, you know the lawn chairs, our chief lawn chairs. And my uh faux fur and my faux boots no, my boots are real.
2: <laughs> and
1: my and my and
2: my
1: uh and my cheese gear I I just cold, freezing. It was freezing. It was cold. But it was so fun. Memories, okay. It was fun. It was it was a great experience. I loved it. It was cold, yes, but it was fun, right? So I hate it though that no parade if we win. Damn it! <laughs> right? So I'm excited. I'm still happy about that. Happy about the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Hopefully they win it all. They'll be playing Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, how did that happen? Brady is what happened, right? I remember when Tampa Bay was like Scrubs. Can I just tell you my thoughts? Really, I, I got a conspiracy theory. It's conspiracy theories, uh, you know, because you know they're trying to uh, any any conspiracy theory. You it's almost like you can't discuss conspiracy theories anymore. Like they're trying to make that against the law or something. You can't have the freedom of thought and freedom of speech to discuss a, to discuss a conspiracy theory. And it's so funny because it's the left. That's doing this propaganda So I'm shocked Because the left is usually proponents of free speech Okay But sidebar here This is sidebar before I go into uh, My conspiracy theory about the NFL But sidebar about free speech It's almost as if You know the Democrats remind me of You know the kids in school Not kids, let me say Somebody who's been punked their whole life They've been punk And then they decide to stand up for themselves Right And they go extreme <laughs> <laughs> That's the Democrats right there. <laughs> well, we'll talk about them a little later on. Getting back to the uh, uh, subject, my NFL theory, okay, and I have this theory about the M- NBA too. You know, sometimes people forget that sports is a business. Okay, this is just and this is just Colorado one-on-one theory. Okay, my theory. Okay, my conspiracy theory is that. At a certain point, teams like Tampa Bay and stuff like that, you have to – I almost sometimes wonder if they throw these games because, you know, it's sort of like – even. and I thought this about baseball too because at a certain point, you know, some markets, people get tired of losing and you got to give them a winning season. I feel like Kansas City was like that a little bit in the 90s. You know, there had to – you had to give – them uh, put people on their team, like Brady coming to Tampa was to, to, in my personal opinion, people needed to get excited about the market again. And I don't know if these are arrangements. My, This is just my theory. Or, or is the NFL making these type of arrangements? Like, I believe the NBA totally did this with Toronto. Like, think about it. When what's-his-name went to Toronto, uh, what's the guy's name? What's the basketball player's name? Damn it, I keep forgetting. I know his name, and I keep forgetting names. Lord have mercy, what's that basketball player? When he went to Toronto, the basketball player, he used to play with – San. he's now with the Clippers, okay? When he went to Toronto, I mean, it was like a half a year. Like, he was with San Antonio, and then they transferred him, and he got – he was there long enough to win them a champion. Kawhi Leonard, yes, thank you. He was there long enough to win them a championship, okay? Just long enough, and then he goes to the Clippers. And then we have this whole year where L.A., because L.A. is such a huge market for the Lakers, and the Lakers is a dynasty, and the Lakers had years of being just stinking up the place. You can't let the L.A. market just stink up. So what do you do? You bring LeBron from the East Coast to the West Coast. This is like LeBron went to Cleveland. Cleveland was stinking it up. He went back to Cleveland to win. It's almost as if, I mean, I feel like these lower markets are these markets that are threatened – you go and you send a winning team there so that they can be people can be uh, excited again. And I feel they did that with Toronto. I feel like people were, you know, eventually people in Canada would get tired of almost winning a championship. Okay, and stop coming to the game. So you got to give them something, and one win makes you makes it last for years. They could be even doing this to the Chiefs right now. <laughs> but I'll say we deserve it. <laughs> I mean, it's even like when the Royals won. Like, the Royals went to the World Series back-to-back. Like, they went to one first World Series, and they lost it, and then they went to the World Series again, and they won finally. But it's because it's such a small market team where people get tired of baseball. You know what I'm saying? It's just like if the Yankees keep perpetual, which is my favorite baseball team. See, it's weird. I have My favorite basketball team is Golden State. My favorite baseball team is not the Royals. It's the Yankees. It has been for years. Uh, then my favorite uh, – Football, it's the Chiefs, but you gotta wonder: Can the Yankees keep losing in the New York? Can New York keep losing? No, eventually you're gonna have to probably give New York one. Okay, you just can't keep stinking up the joint. I mean, I I just think that that happens from time to time. This is my personal belief that they either set these scenarios up to help markets, and this is my thing about Tampa. I mean, Tampa has been perpetually lose it for the longest, and So for them to get Brady and for them to actually make it to a Super Bowl when nobody expected them to go to the Super Bowl is pretty big because it gives the fans something to hope for. So the next eight to nine years have been secured because of this Super Bowl, even if they lose or win. Okay? Now, could that be setting it up for old man Brady to win it all to look like he's the goat of all times Maybe Or maybe they could be Setting it up From the past On the mantle See I think about these things I have a crazy Conspiracy theory But Theory is mine But now Conspiracy theories I suddenly You know Outlawed in this <laughs> I mean I may get The thought police May come after me That's why I have to Keep telling you It's a conspiracy It's my conspiracy Theory Okay <sighs> Just the things I randomly think about <laughs> Oh, crazy. It is what it is. <laughs> crazy in a good way, though, okay? Alright, so what else do we got to talk about? Is it time to talk about the inauguration? Man, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. You know, listen, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they like their news press conference and shit, they scare me. I've never been scared of a, a of a, to a group coming into, I've never really paid much attention. Like, I've paid attention to regime changes because I think it's so important spiritually, but I felt this regime change a while back and I didn't like the feeling. I don't like what I see. You know, this is a cyborg story. Y'all know how I love cyborgs, right? And I love stories. Years ago at my church, we used to do this real popular play at my church in Kansas City. People used to come from out of town to see this play. It was called Christmas Tribulation, right? And it's about, for those of you who who are, are who know about Christian uh, uh, Christian um, a belief in Christian belief in the end times. This play was about the end times. It's about it was about the rapture and. Things that happen after the rapture. Now you're like, Carlotta, some of y'all." Are like, what's the rapture? Well, the rapture is this idea. Of church, the, a lot of people in Christian not every not everybody in Christian um, that are Christians believe this, but there are a lot of Christ, there are Christian Christian um, Christian end times uh, ideas are divided into post trib, pre trib. Like some people don't believe you're gonna, you, that Christians have to go through the tribulation period. Some people believe they don't. Okay. And so some people believe there's this, um, and they even made a show about it on HBO. HBO has a show about it, and they built it off of the idea of the of the rapture, right, where people disappeared out of nowhere and nobody knows where they they went. And so it's the they they HBO did this show. I forget the name of it. It was after something or something. It's been it was on for a few years, but but people are left to wonder what happened to their loved ones and stuff like that. So we used to do this play on this idea of the rapture, right? Very popular, okay. Very, very popular. Well, during this play, there (laughs) there was this scene where the Antichrist, which is this ruler, world ruler that everyone will love, would come out, and they would have this scene set up in such like, like a cold, like state worship state like way, like 1984 way. And that's what Kamala Harris and Joe Biden remind me of every time I see them. Not that I'm upset. I don't believe they're the Antichrist whatsoever. What I'm just saying is that energy. I'm like, ugh, it's scary. I don't even like to watch their press conferences. I, I, they literally scare me. They, they literally do. I'm sorry. I know that some of you, and it's not really about being Democrat or Republican. It's literally they are frightening to me. I don't know why are they are. They, she's standing up there like a bodyguard. It's very spooky. And <laughs> the inauguration was kind of spooky to me too. The little bit of it that I saw. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I was sort of like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> Scorpio is definitely in the house. <laughs> Listen, okay, and I hope it turns out well. I really do, for everybody's sake, and for my sake too. You know, what was the highlights of what I saw? I, you know, I did see the Jennifer Lopez singing "Child." My grandma, my grandma is funny. My grandma is funny. I love my granny. Honey, I mean, did you see? Did you see Jennifer Lopez? I said yes. Yeah, she she looked real pretty
2: though.
1: <laughs> I said, wait a minute. I said she sang. Mm, girl, that's what you call singing. Okay. She was. I don't know what she's done. Why she decided to sing that song? I mean, she was, honey. She couldn't find the tune. <laughs> my grandma is a singer. Okay. No, she ain't playing. <laughs> she gonna be playing. When I was a kid, and I was singing, my grandma'd be like, "Uh-uh, that note ain't right <laughs> you better get on you better get on tune
3: <laughs>
1: so Jennifer Lopez she loved the outfit, but she had no love for the uh for the singing.
2: <laughs>
1: Listen, I don't know what y'all people expect. Did y'all expect Aretha Franklin to be up there? Because that, y'all, y'all was not getting no Aretha Franklin. And black people, you should have been very aware of what was getting rated. The inauguration says so much to me (laughs) for black people. Black people don't get it yet, but they going to get it soon, okay? I ain't going there. we will go there a little later on in the show. But J-Lo, so we talked about J-Lo. Michelle Obama, okay? Listen, I'm not personal fans of the Obamas. You know, I like... Uh, And and I actually have some books, like I've read both of Barack's books I'll probably read Barack's new book because I'm nosy And I eventually will get to Michelle's book I have not read, you know, I've been so behind on my reading because I've been doing other shit But I'm going to really get, really get into it because I'm nosy I'm nosy as shit, so I love to, you know, read (laughs) So I'll probably read that book I am not listen, I've saw little segments and little portions of Michelle Obama's book, you know, I just you know, I and I used to be a big Michelle Obama fan, okay. I really believe Michelle Obama's was so Barack Obama, to be honest, you know. Um Yeah, got a big fan of the Obamas, but I love the look. Michelle looked gorgeous, okay? She does she ever not when she did she ever not come to slay? Okay, she... The outfit, and my grandma was talking about that time. I like, girl, that outfit was that outfit was on point. She looked good. She tell me, <laughs> she said, "Did you see?" And Here, my grandma, and that wig, honey. I said, "You know what?" I said, "Why you?" Did? She said, "And that wig, but that wig was that it was." Like <laughs> I said, "It was fire. It, it looked really. She looked great all the way down. She looked from head to the toes. Okay, she she was it. Okay, so." There was no... She came to steal the show, and she did, okay? It is what it is. She... Michelle... Did nobody see nobody else until, they, until Michelle walked in the, in the building, okay? Very beautiful. Um, Kamala here is... I don't know. She looked like the girl... The, they, they Didn't they say she mixed with the person on... I mean, that she had the pearls and stuff. Y'all was wearing pearls and trucks and I don't understand my... I've been, you know, now I didn't even want to wear, I have so many uh, Converse's, I don't even want to wear them no more, because I, and I like Converse before, I just like Converse, you know, I wear a lot of different types of tennis shoes, I like, Con- but now I don't kind of even want to wear them, because I don't want to feel like I'm, people to feel like I'm wearing them because of Kamala Harris, because I give a shit less, but y'all done made this thing, <laughs> made it a style, oh, it was annoying to me, you know, but that, that whatever, because, to me, I just don't like the politics of her. But, uh, yeah, the little bit, the next thing I saw was the poet, okay? Uh, what was her name? Oh, my God, i got to look up the poet girl's name. She got a modeling contract, very beautiful girl, uh, 22 years old. Uh, what's her Poet, poet inauguration, I believe this up. What's her name? Yeah. <sighs> uh amanda gorman okay uh amanda uh Gorman okay she gave the poem that poem uh what was the name of the poem it it sounded like a speech to me i no hate, no shade okay i i'm honest I'm brutally honest, okay, and sometimes my grandma would be like he, my grandma'd be brutally honest too but she sometimes she she booms she wanted to mode. mama and saying she can't say nothing nice but listen i'm gonna say something nice the outfit slayed. She looked beautiful, okay. But the point—I'm gonna be honest—I was thinking it was a speech, and I wasn't—I wasn't that impressed. I was like, okay. I mean, it just—I mean, I know this whole thought of unity and everything—it and sounds like a bunch of bullshit. But you know, she had to do what she had to do. <laughs> she was invited to up there to speak, and she came up with some—the comparisons to Maya Angelou. Y'all will not do that today. <laughs> Nope. It's not happening because I didn't see that yet. You know, here's the thing, okay? And this is no addition to Amanda Gorman. She's gotten a, a beaut, she's gotten a contract. I'm not a hater. That's not what I am. I'm honest, though, okay? She's gotten a beautiful a modeling contract, which well, she should. She's beautiful, okay? But uh, the poem I didn't see. Maybe I got to see her other bodies at work. You know, and then maybe I'll be impressed. I was not impressed by the point, but the, the, it wasn't a point to me, it was a speech. I wasn't impressed by it, but y'all was, and that's good, okay? I'm honest, I have the right to my opinion. I was like, eh, okay. But listen here, here's my thing. And this is no shade, I'm glad she's getting opportunities. But what I, you know, I want y'all to be a little bit more subtle. When y'all trying to pick people, like, it used to be y'all were subtle with, you know, picking people to promote to society. Like, it feels, like, she feels chosen. She feels picked. She feels the next. It's too much publicity going on. It's it's fast. It's it's like Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan is coming at me too fast. (laughs) I want her, I want Suss to have all the opportunities in the world. But it seems propped up. So when I see, when I see, especially a lot of white media and everybody seeing praises, I get suspicious of people. You know, even my own damn self. Like, if I blew up suddenly and everybody was loving me, and I know that I have as, as I, as some things I say, I would be a little suspicious of my own damn self. I'd be yeah. like, mm, because I'm that type of person. Like, are you know, they propping me up for something? Right, because, you know, I tend to not trust things that are built up, because sometimes they're built up only to be brought down, right? Uh, I, 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 Yeah, Amanda is not, to me, Maya, very different. Uh, I don't like the comparisons to Maya Angelou. It's not happening. I'm not giving her that yet. She's very young. She has a long ways to go. Um, and I just, I couldn't. I didn't like the point, but hey, I'm the girl who didn't like. I am. I have a dream. <laughs> I did like the let free, the let freedom ring part. There were certain parts of the I Have a Dream speech I loved, but I've always been critical of even Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech. I, even though I, I think Dr. King was a great orator, one of the greatest that ever lived, the great one of the greatest orators of the twentieth. Century, and Ralph Abernathy Used to write the hell out of some shit Y'all know, do know Ralph Abernathy Abernathy wrote a lot of stuff For Dr. King, okay Anyway All I'm saying is, Dr. King was one of the Great, to me, orators, but I have criti- I had criticism, you know for even And people, people have criticism for me That's okay, I'm just saying That I even had criticism of I have a dream Okay, so You know, me saying this about Amanda Is like, Okay. I'm sorry. I just was not. I mean, and I know the crowd just picks up on everything and the crowd just goes with everything. People will say, people will just flow with the crowd. I mean and you know, I stop. It's not that I'm trying to be a lot of times people think, Are you just trying to be a provocateur? A little bit sometimes I am. But a lot of the times I really just stop to think about and listen to what people are saying. I really do. It's just, it's, and then I say, and then I and then I slush it back and forth in my head, and sometimes I come out with very different thoughts than most people, okay? Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I go with the majority. Sometimes I go with the minority. It's just, you know, but most of the times, you know, I slush it around in my head. and just don't, you know, I just don't run with the crowd, okay? I don't know. I don't know if this is my... Great, uh, it could be a curse And it could be greatness too You know, so I don't Know, okay, but that's what I Felt about it, okay, so that's my thoughts On the uh, inauguration Uh, Joe Biden And his executive orders Have been coming fast and furious (laughs) He even signed Executive orders that Men can compete in girls sports Okay Uh, Listen, I don't like the idea of Transsexuals, no offense, okay, being able to compete with women—it's just, it's just it, 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 we we do have physical differences. Even if you have a sex change, there are fucking physical differences, Joe. But so I I wonder what this will do to female sports because there are differences in men, men and women, okay. And even when women, men become women, and this is not an anti, somebody's going to try to say, you being anti-LGBTQ. No, I'm not. I have an opinion. And my opinion is that that he's found some dangerous executive orders, in my opinion. But not only that, you know, you got people at the border getting ready to, trying to get in. I'm going to talk about that. And hopefully I have time to talk about that in the show today. I mean, and but. What they want to get black people at all this, and black people, we really, you,
0: we really,
1: we really did ourselves in with this one. And you don't see it yet; so you can't see it. The only thing he comes up with for black people is was it Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill, which I don't want Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill whatsoever, and I have my no reasons for that. I don't know what they, they. To me, it's like a, it's a, it's a white supremacist slight. A little bit, you know, here's this, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later on in the show You know, it's like, here's your reparations, like putting Harriet on a $20 bill Who led people to freedom, just think about that shit real quick, okay Think about it, just think about what, you know See, white liberals are very tricky, you know, we know where white conservatives stand They straight up about their shit, okay, the white racist conservatives But it's white liberals who are very tricky because white liberals always pretend to be your friend, right and the tricky thing about them is they do little flights. Like now they're trying to be, you know, like I knew black people was going to be caught up in the middle of some shit between two white supremacist groups. Like white liberals are trying to make it like only Republicans are racist. And like they, like, well, we're not. It's only the Republicans that are connected to extremist groups. Are you kidding me? You're the party of segregation. You're the, you're the party of the Dixiecrats. Oh, you. You are connected to extremists. You just don't call them racist. You call them things like eugenists and other things, okay? So listen, white supremacy you black people you surround. you are surrounded by the enemy, and not one of them are your friend. The white supremacist on the liberal side is not your friend, and the white supremacist on the conservative side is not your friend. Your thing is to figure out how to navigate through both sides, and the problem is that you have become a shield for the white liberal, The white liberals set you up because they're in a fight with the white conservative, and they set you up to have racism as their shield. Now they're using cold words like white supremacy every day, and half of these people have benefited and been privileged from white, uh, white have privilege, and they'll say so too. Yes, we've, they'll talk on the news. Yes, we have we've benefited from white privilege, but they won't do shit about it. They'll talk a good game, and they'll give black people just enough. But they'll never let you be them. That's the white liberals game. White liberals are the enemy that creeps in and pretends to be your friend. Oh, yeah, I like you. You know what? I, you know, I realize, Jane, like you, you got a friend, and you know she got plenty of food, right? And she, And the reason she got plenty of food is because you kind of – Let's say you helped her uh, to, to, to get a lot of money and stuff like that, but suddenly, you know, you helping her, her privilege, made you, uh, you didn't get paid for it. You didn't get rightfully paid for it, and you and your family are suffering. And so your friend who's who's got overabundance because of your work comes to you and it's like, oh, Jane, you know, I understand you and your family are hungry. I understand that you and your family have problems. Ugh, oh, this is a pity. You know, we really got to do something about that. You know, maybe we'll do a couple of food drives to help you. And you're like, bitch, I helped you get half that food. You can't give me no food. up in... That is white liberals. They pretend they just have this game plan, game face. Now the conservatives is like, bitch, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, right? <laughs> I don't care that we been we hoard hoarded all the wealth and shit, that it is what it is, right? Okay. But you lean towards a person who get, because you, you need comfort in racism. So we lean towards white liberals because they give you comfort while telling you no. They pretend like they're telling you yes. And it's so funny I always laugh. Some of the worst cities in the country are liberal run cities where black people live. Some of the world hoods in the country are in liberal cities, and that is proof of who they really are. But I digress. We'll talk about that a little later on into the show. I'll talk my ish, okay? Growing up hip-hop. Oh, my God. I've I've been watching it. I've gotten to catch up a little bit. Um... Atlanta, growing up hip hop in Atlanta, I've been watching Bow Wow, Shad Moss. You know, and and I, I I have to talk about him for a second because he's a standout in that. And Debrad, Debrad has a girlfriend, and you know it's interesting. I, she seems older than Debrad. Like she seems more mature. Like you know, she brings some balance to Brat. It's very interesting. Uh, I'd like to, before I speak on that I have to see that relationship a little bit more In the context of it I know what I'm kind of thinking at this point But I'm not, you know But yeah, I get it She looks happier, okay, okay. Um, Bow wow Back to bow wow
3: um,
1: You know Such a Pisces. I'm so, so, you know, I'm surrounded by Pisces in my life, and Pisces actually, you know, it's a lot. (laughs) You fish are a lot. I mean, I thought we, Scorpios, have a lot of emotions in water, but no fishes are different. And Bow Wow is a fish that just annoys me. You know, like a fish with all this great potential. Like, he's like, he's like God, he, this kid is so, he's a handsome kid. He's not really a kid anymore. He's a man now. But to me, he's a kid. Handsome, uh, actually charismatic, very talented, but the problem is he's, he's spoiled and privileged and he's gotten so that the most important thing for him he's like on TV talking I'm a thought and everything I'm like has this what your career has come to has it come to being a thought has it come to your sexual powers? has it come to like the got little the young man who I thought once could be like 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 similar to Nick Cannon I thought could be, like, even in the acting world, like a Will Smith. Like, this is the kid that I thought could do that because he had a lot. He's very charismatic. He's very creative. And it's kind of sad to see him go the way he's trying so hard. You know, he's another one that really is a good boy trying to be something he isn't. He's grew up privileged, and he's trying to act like he hasn't. Like, you fucking grew up as, like, Like, you Like Snoop Dogg fucking discovered you, okay? Like when you was like six or seven, you don't know any, you don't know about, you really don't know a lot about the hood. I mean, you were, by the time you were 12 or 13 years old, you were Mr. TRL. You were running around and sold out tours. What the fuck are you doing acting like some men Like, I mean, it annoys me to no end. Like he, like the most important thing that has that that you see about Bow Wow now on the show is chicks, and I'm like, has it come to this? Like it's like he's like, you know, I'm just the way I am. You know, I'm just out here. I'm just, you know, I'm just a thought. It's okay. You know what? It would be okay to have a lot of women. I have no problem with that. If you a player, player, player own they a player from the Himalaya, but listen, it is a problem when your career has come to shit. It is a problem when you got all of this great talent. I just, I'm like, it oozes out of him. I'm like, God dang it. You like, like right now, my personal opinion. Bow Wow should be one of the guys On Fast and Furious Remember when Bow Wow was on the Fast and Furious He he only did one Why I bet because you lack discipline A man who can't control his dick A man who can't control his dick Probably can't control a lot of other shit too It's just facts You know it's something about a man who is like Jeez Focused. Oh my lord! When a man is focused, I mean, for me, I can't say it for all the other chicks out here. okay? But it's something about when a man is focused, and he—it isn't that he doesn't have feelings. You want—you don't want no jerk. I'm talking about when somebody is focused on his shit, and he's very—and he—he can have any more men. He can have a lot of but he's—he's—he—he's. He's, he, he's, He's measured and he, he maintains his sexuality He's disciplined in it Oh, man like, like, he don't sleep with anything and anybody Or at least he don't show it <laughs> And he about his shit Oh, my God That's beautiful, okay It's a beautiful thing It's rare, but it's beautiful, right? Um, you know Everybody can't be that, and this obviously is why he's on Growing Up in Hop, because, you know, he lacks the discipline. The Piscean is just wanting to lay back in life. I just want to lay back and chill. I just, You know how Pisces do? I just want to dream about my, my big dreams, my big asteroid. I don't want to do shit. I just want to, you know, I got that Pisces in the eighth house. I understand that shit. I just want to just, you know, I just want to. You know, I just let life come to me, you know. know. (laughs) Because they've lived all the other signs, life, so now, you know. The one thing about Pisces is they live, because they've lived through all the other, you know, zodiac signs, that they finally, you you get to Pisces, and one of the things they are is they're just like laid back about life, almost too fucking laid back. You're like, like, you still got to live this life. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) That's what was my irritation watching Growing Up Hip Hop this week. That's the only thing I could see. I was like, wow, is such an ass. Like, what are you doing, kid? Like, you got all the time in the world, and you're so fucking laid back about it, and you have no discipline whatsoever. And all you can see is Coochie Cat. Coochie Cat here, Coochie Cat there, Coochie Cat, Coochie Cat, Coochie Cat, Coochie Cat. Like, you, you don't act like a man, you're a beautiful guy. But you don't act like a man who can maintain like that. It, it would be, you know, not, if you ever seen, have you ever seen a Pisces that is disciplined in their shit? Like I have, I've met a few. Like you know, like they, it's beautiful. Like they understand it, they understand their shit. Like it's a beautiful thing to see. It's hard, it's rare too. <laughs> I mean, didn't I expect you to have a lot of relationships. Bow wow? yeah, maybe. But, uh, you know, because every, you know, most Pisces I know do, except for, you know, a, a couple of Pisces I know, Steph Curry, you know, stuff like that. But listen, but Steph Curry is one. Steph Curry is one. Maybe it's because if Steph has that Aries. Does he have an Aries rising or something like that? But he doesn't look. Look, if he's a hoe, we don't know it. You know, and he could be, you know, there are Pisces like that that maintain they hold them on the low. <laughs> Right, so 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 like if you, I mean, like he maintains himself. He's very focused, very man, you know. But he does have a little laid back stuff going to him too. But very, he maintains. It's not. It's it's. A, that's what I feel like Chad Moss needs to do. If he learns how to maintain himself and discipline himself, I think that Chad Moss can go back to the top. But I think the reason he's not going to the top is because he's an undisciplined little boy. Who's never really grown up And who's trying to be To live out some Things That he really isn't Like it's okay dude You Were Selling records And selling out shows At 12 and 13 It's okay to be that Don't shrink back Don't be something different Like You was a shit When you was 15 And stuff like that Like quit being something Raunchy Like you You weren't Like you weren't you you weren't elevated. Why are you blowing yourself and selling? You? I don't understand. Like, what, what? Understand who you are and then really live. Like, not, you don't have to be a jerk about it, but really understand like what you've done and say, you know, hey, I'm not like regular guys. You know, I do need to be a little bit more disciplined in my life. And maybe it's because since he was a kid and he started off in entertainment, maybe now he feels like. He needs to lay back and do all kind of stuff, but being a grown man ain't the time to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Start acting out. It's just, it's just crazy to me. I don't know. Y'all tell me what y'all think about him on growing up hip hop. Uh, what else? Uh, I they did. Oh, they showed our Kelly's daughter this week. Kelly, let me just say this: Our Kelly's daughter is beautiful. That little girl. That girl is beautiful. She was a little cuckoo the first. The first. The first thing I thought she was a little touched. Because the way they kept showing her, you know, they kept the way they kept editing her, I was like, uh-oh. But, you know, who wouldn't with all the things that's going on with her dad? You know, I'd be a little touched, too, right? But she is such a pretty girl. I was like, she is gorgeous. Like, they showed her a couple of times. And, uh, you know, I'd like to see – hopefully we get to see more of her, okay? She's she's also trying to pursue, I think, a singing career or something like that. Very pretty, okay? Um what else did they show? Uh, that, what that I'm interested in. <laughs> uh, was that it? I think so. I love Deb. I always like Deb, okay? Uh, I like Deb, that, the fact that Deb is standing up to everybody and letting people know that, uh, that she's gonna she's a Trump person and that's that, and that's what it is, okay? Deb ain't playing out in these streets, okay? And then also, um, I think uh, who's on the SWV – I forget the girl's name from SWV, but one of the SWV is on there with her, her, her son, and her son is trying – he just got out of jail, and so he's in music of some sort. So he's trying to get into music and everything, so they're following that. We're following that little storyline going on, too. So it should be interesting. I will keep up this week with uh, – with that, okay. Uh, I did get to see Love After Lockup. I've caught up halfway. I'm not all the way caught up. You know, the story that is intriguing me the most is JaVale. (laughs) And what's the other, his girlfriend, JaVale? JaVale. Oh, damn it. I forget their names, but the ones from Kansas City, okay. They're intriguing me the most because, you know, it's like, You know, I want the dude, the dude just got out of jail. I can't remember the names, but the dude just got out of jail, okay? He's been in jail since, like, he was a kid, like maybe 15, 16 years old. His family, when he got out of jail, his family didn't want him to go back to Kansas City because that's where he got in trouble at. He'd been in jail for about 12 years, you know what I'm saying? They wanted him to move to Houston with them. But he met this girl when he was in prison who, you know, started pushing up on him and stuff, and she got a kid right, and she looks like she got a nice life, you know, she works, she got a house, you know, she got a car and everything like that, so she, she goes to get him in prison and trying to make him her baby daddy before he get out of jail, I mean, just putting a whole bunch of responsibility on him, so when he gets out of jail, this is to tell y'all the story for those of you who are not watching, but when he gets out of jail, with love after lockup, a lot of people, after they come out of jail, they try to put pressure on these people who just got out of jail to marry him, okay? So this girl, she's doing the same thing. You know, she's trying to put pressure on this young man to marry her. When this young man, just he's been in jail since he was 15 or 16 years old. Bitch, calm yourself down. Right? You know, but it's like she immediately buys him a car. She immediately buys him, uh, gives him places to stay. And while that's a beautiful spirit, while that's beautiful and nice, she's immediately putting pressure on him, like, to be her man, to be take on uh, this child who's like six or seven, and this kid has been in jail like a lot of his life. And so, my thing is, like, hey, kid, run. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so terrible. You know, and, and that's the dude in jail. I'm the kid in jail. Run. Like, but he's like, well, he feels a sense of loyalty because she was with him, down with him when uh, he was in um, when he was in jail. She would, you know, provide for him and stuff. But there's a reason why. And listen, and this is no diss to this to her, okay? Kind of, okay. I don't think it's a diss. It's more like a. It's more
0: like a. a, a
1: Women shouldn't need to understand something about themselves. The reason why she was going to the jail, the question a man should ask himself and the question a lot of these dudes in jail do be asking themselves is like, Why is you at the jail when you got a house and a car and you got I mean, you got a little kid and everything, why is you at the jail trying to find somebody to be a daddy to your child? That's the first thing you gotta ask yourself. If I'm any man that's you know, and when you come out of jail, like why is she being so loyal to you? What is her need? Why is she giving you cars? Why is she giving you this and that? Why is she putting you in a space? Your family says, hey, you don't need to be in that city. And she's saying, well, I want you to be here to be a ready-made daddy. I want you to be this and that. Why is that? My personal opinion on her is that she wants some sort of control. And so that's why she picked a dude like him. With other dudes, it's hard to get control, right? You know, dudes you know... And my thing is she came and, and sometimes those dudes let me give me sometimes usually it's the prison dudes playing games too because they getting they trying to get money and stuff off of chicks. I don't sense that about this young man, you know. Maybe a little bit, but not a lot. What I sense is a young man who's very confused and needs time to himself and needs time to develop his life and decide what he wants then. What I would have been nice is if the young lady could have met him, like been there, said, Hey, I love you, I really like you. Less, you know, we can work it out I want you to be safe Go to Houston with your, uh, with your mom and your family And I'll come and we'll take trips And if we feel like it's going to develop towards anything else Then we work that way You know what I'm saying? But she didn't She was automatically trying And it was scary because she was automatically trying to find a daddy for her kid I mean, it was like, I'm like, the nigga just got uh, The Negro just got out of the prison I mean, you want him to be a daddy? Hey, what the fuck? And her family's walking around telling me you didn't love him. No, no. Somebody should have told her the truth. If you love her, you tell her the truth. If you and she had a cousin who was telling her the truth, she had a boy, a, a male cousin who was laying it down for her. That's who she'd been listening to. But the, everybody else was trying to make it seem like she, you know. Like, you know she was in the right. No, you're not in the right. You're not in the right for putting pressure on a young man who has not who's been in prison most of uh, a lot of his life. You need to give him time. You need to give him time to get in. it ain't right to put all that pressure on him. And you're like, well, I'm not putting pressure on him. I'm giving him a car and a place to say, no, you're putting pressure on him because you got a fucking family, and pretty soon what you're going to be saying, if he don't get a job right away is, you need a job. You need it. You need that where he needs to be in a loving environment with his family to figure his ass out. Don't nobody want nobody who's confused and fucked. I mean, I, I, you got a child. Why would you bring somebody into your life that's confused? Like playing daddy. He don't even know what he he's we was a teen when he went in. Damn. That's what love after lockup. up. It's it's fun to watch it in that sense because you're like, damn it. A lot of these people just don't wanna give people time. But JaVel and uh this young lady, that's that, I mean, is it JaVale, the girl? I don't know, but they're very interesting. Uh I, 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 that's, that's one of my uh, favorite parts. And that's, you know, that's what I have been paying attention to for Love After Lock Up. I have not caught up, okay? <sighs> I need to. It is a lot. I mean, you know, I've gotten halfway through this year, okay? And, um, oh, and it's the other guy from L.A., too, his family, uh, the Mormon family. He has a more, the more, he doesn't want to be a Mormon, but there's, his 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 wife is a Mormon And she, you know, she talks a lot of stuff Like I kept saying to myself, no offense, okay But she kept talking about black people like she was separate And I kept saying, what this bitch, this bitch wouldn't have had a sex in a closet like in the prison, and she be acting like she better. Like she always be telling her kids, like, you know, you living in the ghetto in L.A., but when you in, in, in Utah, we get to live nice. And I used to tell y'all about the ghetto, and I kept saying, "What is this talk?" Like she, it was like really horrific. Well, this week, and no shade to my, uh, to my African brothers and sisters. Okay, but some of y'all be talking shit. Okay, I figured she found out she was from Ghana. I said, oh, that's what, I mean, because she's constantly talking down to his, about his family, people in the hood and everything. Meanwhile, her ass was went up to the prison trying to find, found her, that's where she found this dude. And, I haven't seen him in a a closet, what was it, some kind of security car. Listen, he, but he out of jail now, and he's married to her, and and the dude trying to do his best. You can see that, I mean, like, damn, like. He he, trying to be in LA where you know, because he's trying to do music. You know, he's been in jail for a long time. I mean, and she's a lot. Her and he took her on with her two kids. I mean, you know, which he shouldn't have. And he has a child himself, a grown child who she doesn't want him to see. I mean, it's crazy. I, you, you gotta watch Love After Lockup, okay? If you want to, I mean, it's very interesting. Uh, the, uh, the a lot of the situations. <laughs> That happened. And I love that kinda of shit. I love where I can see human nature like play out because you know, human nature often tells us a lot about our own damn selves and our own issues and our own problems. So I love those type of reality shows where I get to see that. So for those of you who asked me about love after lock up, that's it. That's where as far as I've caught up I have not gotten all the way I'm at the scene at the part where she's uh where she's getting mad at him because I guess she took uh, the daughter to meet the other daughter Or whatever the California couple So um, That's where I'm at y'all on love after lock up Okay love after lock up and growing up hip hop I have not watched the Braxtons. Not one Thing this season and, and I'm Taping them all but listen I don't I don't know I don't I don't know I'm just not interested Dang Facts, okay. Uh, I I suspect one day I'll watch it, okay. You know that's why I take them on, okay. So we we'll, we'll maybe we'll get to the Braxtons, okay. <laughs> all right, so it is time for it every week. I give this thing called it's a word for those of you who are new listeners, okay. It's time for it's a word, and my word. This is where I give the word about something I went through this week, or maybe a lesson I'm learning in life. Or something I'm trying to learn or whatever But I'm sure this is something I've talked to you guys about before You know, I usually do, sometimes I usually do repeat stuff You know, it happens But this week, I really wanted to talk to you guys about um, What was it? Let's get it out here You know, uh, considering the call I mean, considering your price, you know, everything in life comes with a price. It just does. It's just life, price. Everything comes with a lot. You know, I always laugh when, the, you know, the conspiracy theorists who think a lot of the celebrities is in a cult. I'm <laughs> like, My favorite shit I I, like love Looking at that shit Like it's hilarious You know Some of the shit though You do put an eyebrow Up to Cause you be like Them mugs be covering their damn eye And and you know they do the baphomet symbol. They so stupid. They think that nobody know has. A, well, some people don't know what they be doing like the has but the the I I saw one celebrity literally in a picture like he he put his hand down like his hand and I watch all that stuff. So they like he had his hand spread out like the baphomet sign and he had his uh he had his eye like he had a The three held up, like a six sign, and he covered one of his eyes up with it. That shit was hilarious. I said, y'all doing something. I don't know what the fuck y'all doing. I don't believe y'all sacrificing people and shit, but it's funny. (laughs) Whatever the fuck y'all doing. It's funny because those symbols are very... I mean, I mean, how can people not look at a picture like if somebody with their hand out and a eye a circle over their eye uh, and not say what the fuck are you doing? I mean, you know, that's not something the photographer tells you to do and shit. It's hilarious. All right, <laughs> okay, so listen. So a lot of these celebrities, you know, that a lot of times we talk about prices and sacrifices and stuff like that, and people always always laugh when the people say, well, they did not they a sacrifice. They, they when oh, somebody ends up dead in the celebrity family. Oh, that was a sacrifice. You know that. Really, celebrities, I'm going to tell y'all, that shit is rampant out here. Now, they don't be trying to get a band off of YouTube and shit like that. You just you got to quit playing games, <laughs> like playing into that shit. But uh, it is. It, it, uh, as people, a lot of times, that's the first thing people say is, was that a sacrifice? Serious. People think y'all like witches and stuff out here, okay? Now, and they may be. Some of them may be. I don't know. Cause there's a lot of ways you can say it. <laughs> oh, never mind. I can't hear this. Hmm. I that Anyway, let's t- but I thought about that this week, and in a sense, there is a sacrifice for everything, okay? Now, we ain't sacrificing people up in here, okay? I mean, but in a sense, sometimes you do in a spiritual way, okay? Uh, so uh, what I'm talking about uh, is um, I, there's a scripture in the Bible I love, okay? When Jesus goes to talk, y'all know how I like to use scriptures. I might cut y'all out later on, but you know, I love to use scriptures. But it says, uh, it's in Luke fourteen twenty eight to 30 and Jesus is having a discussion, right? And Jesus says to them, For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish? Lest, after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, um, The man uh, uh, has laid the foundation and is able to finish. All who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Oh, that's pretty, like, hard-hitting, right? Um, What I want to talk to you guys today is about, in your life, considering the cost for whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you want to do in life, okay? Even whether you're rich rich or you're poor or you're... Whatever you're doing in life, understand that something is costing you right now. You may not think you're paying a price, but you are always paying a price, okay? You are always, there is always a, a price you're paying. And it's so important that when you are trying to do something, that you at first consider the cost. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, I'm like, you know, it hit me this week because I was like thinking about something, something I want to do, and I said, Damn, wait a minute now. You know, a lot of times, Carlotta, you just so gun ho and you don't consider the cost. You got to sit down. You got to consider the cost. That's why you got a lot of them shit out here. You got to consider the cost. Of this. How much is this going to cost you at this stage in your life? What you're wanting to do, what is it going to cost you? And are you okay with the price that you're getting ready to have to pay? So here's the thing, what I want to say. Some of you today might be considering a new career. You might be considering... um, a new a new uh, a new car, a new house. You might be even consider we consider considering a new spouse <laughs> a new boyfriend, a new girlfriend. <laughs> y'all know how y'all been doing out here on these Okay, so I want you to think about the cost. And when you decide to consider the cost no matter what it is, or maybe you're going into weight loss or you're doing you're deciding to do this or you deciding to do that Considering the cost is so important. But before you consider the cost, here's what I think you should do first of all, the why. Why are you doing something? Why are you losing weight? Why are you wanting that new boyfriend? Why are you wanting a new life? Or why are you, what is it that you're wanting? Consider the why first, okay? And what, like Jesus said in his things, like nobody sits down to, uh you know, which like he said, which of you building a tower does not consider how much that shit's going to cost. Oh, Lord, I mean, how much it's going to cost. I'm talking about Jesus, okay? How much it's going to cost, <laughs> right? Why would you not consider the first the price you're going to have to pay? Okay, so whatever you're doing, like if you're trying to finish school, what is the cost for that? What is it going to cost you in the long run to finish it? Maybe you're trying to finish it after 35. Maybe you're trying to finish it after 45. Maybe you're trying to finish it after 50. What is your cost? Okay? Or if you're going to start that new business, what is it going to cost you in time and effort? And even, you know, listen, when you're considering trying to do something different and new in your life, it's going to cost you people, too. Not in no, old crazy celebrity, allegedly celebrity sacrifice got kind of away no, We don't want that kind of thing. Sometimes it's going to cost you people in your life. You may have to cut off people in your life. You may have to use use your spiritual sword to cut off certain things. And certain things, certain people just might fall off on their own. And so you have to consider that that may happen to you too. So realize you will lose people, places, and things as you decide to build something or decide to do something very powerful in your life. Okay. The next thing is. The price. Always remember, the price is worth it if. And it's a big if. You are called to do it. Now, if you ain't called to do it, the price ain't worth it. Okay? It is not worth it. What you will pay in your to, what would you you will pay in your own spirit and where you what you will pay. Um. What you will cost even people around you. Okay? So you want to consider your call first. And if you know you're called to do it, then the price is worth it, okay? Now, the next thing and the very last it's probably the most important thing to me is the price is too high if you give your soul to anything other than God.
3: Oh, God, you're like,
1: Claudah. I know, it's hard, ain't it? It's a struggle every day, trust me. It's a struggle every day to decide good, evil. You know, some days we to the other side. Some they... days we It's a constant. I mean, you know, you know, people always say they sacrifice their soul to the devil itself. But daily, some of us are doing that. You know, daily, sometimes people are sacrificing their souls to things other than uh, a spiritual meaning. Like if you're sacrificing your soul, like if you, you know, I, I saw this story one night on this singer, this old blues singer. I forget the name of it. It's a true story too. Like, he he went away for like a season or something. Like, he couldn't play. All the people in town knew he didn't play that good. Crossroads, it was at the Crossroads, at the Crossroads. And I forgot who that dude's name was with the the, the star. Damn, let me look it up. Gosh, because you know know how I like to look up stuff. At the Crossroads, let me see. Who is that in that movie? I mean, it's not a movie, it's a documentary. It's about this blues singer. Oh, God, what is his name? What was that blues singer's name? Uh Oh, is it Devil at the Crossroads? Okay Let me look it up So you guys can know it Y'all know how he's doing Okay uh, Yes It's about a blues singer named Robert Johnson Okay Like one of the first supposed to be great blues uh, singers, right He The whole town's where he couldn't play He came back like after a summer, and suddenly was the best player that ever was, blues player, everything. A lot of people said that he gave his soul to the devil so he could get that. Now, if you got to give your soul to the devil to play some music, now, shit. First of all, the devil's a trickster, okay? Let me explain something to people, okay? Okay. Huh? Uh, the evil, not just if you don't believe in the devil, evil is always a trickster, okay? It'll trick you into giving a sacrifice for something that's already in you. Let's believe that, okay? And if you got to give out, if you—if it wasn't in you, then it, it just wasn't in you. And it, and if you suddenly become start playing uh, 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 extra uh, well and stuff, it still ain't you. You just in exchange your shit for an entity. <laughs> you just gave up a piece of yourself for an entity, okay? If you believe in spirituality like that, okay, and entities are real, okay. So, say for instance, so this this he came, he gave up, he just suddenly came back and supernaturally started playing. Really, it wasn't probably Robert. If it wasn't in Robert, he it probably wasn't him. He probably gave him his his mind and his spirit up to an entity. And entities, when you give your spirit to an entity that is not of God, we're all you know what I'm saying in a good way. When you give your soul to evil entities, okay, they feed off of a lot of things, okay. So, understand that when entities come into you that are not you that are not you, they're gonna need something to feed off of. Maybe they're gonna need some drugs to feed off of. Maybe they're gonna need some alcohol to feed off of. But I gotta keep in order to keep playing this guitar really well, my and my set I need a I need some cootie cat, lots of it. it, it, it comes with a price, okay? Not just your soul, but the ent your 'cause what you're doing is something you ain't got. And you asking, uh, you asking for some, you trading your soul for something you ain't got. And a lot of us do this. A lot of us, a lot of people do this just on a human level every day. You will trade your soul for something that ain't in you. Okay, and you will trade your you will trade your on a spiritual on a deep spiritual level. You say, well, Carter, what you talking about is voodoo. A lot of y'all say voodoo, not, not voodoo, because voodoo doesn't work like that. But you saw uh, what you uh, what you talking about is uh, uh, black magic and stuff like that. Listen, um, you will play yourself. Like, hey, you will play yourself if it's not in you, trying to get it in you through other ways, other entities, and stuff like that, okay? But it was a very interesting, the reason why I talk about this one is because sometimes if it's not in you, then there's something else that you have. Like, if you can't sing, you can't sing. Dang! Ain't no sense to say, you know, I want to sing so bad that I want to, I, I will afraid I'm going to make a deal with the devil and lay some handles up and. <laughs> No <laughs> right, because you you but the thing was it was a very interesting story uh now they don 't know if this is, it was true, but it says that the documentary title comes from the myth about how he made a deal with the devil at the crossroads in rural Mississippi to achieve musical success. Some things are too high, okay. Some prices are too high, okay, so that's what I mean, and it's not just a physical entity i mean sometimes I mean like a physical entity, sometimes there's just spiritual entities. we trade in our peace for something that we should not be doing. are we trading our 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 our
0: uh, our um
1: our, our 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 real gifts for something we shouldn't be doing, okay, so what I'm just saying is always consider. When the price is too high, too. I remember Dave Chappelle, and I was trying to find that clip when he was on uh, Inside the Actor Studio, and he was talking about, he, turned, he looked at the kids at the Actor Studio, he said, Well, he said, Name your price. He said, You know, that's what my, he said his father had told him that. Like, to already know your price ahead of time, what are you willing to do for what you want? When is the price too high? And I thought that was one of the most powerful things I ever you know, I heard when him him talking in that conversation. Because he was saying for him it was important, like he had to he already knew when it was too high. So that's one of the great things when you're considering the cost of building something, one of the big things you need to know before you build it is when is it gonna when is it too high? When am I over budget? When am I not in my lane? Because I don't want to give myself up to not just uh, entities that are false But I don't want to give up myself to uh, I mean to physical entities But to spiritual entities That can enter my life Like, like lack of peace uh, Lack of uh, uh, authority In what I do Lack of anointing in what I do Lack of a, a sense of What I mean by anointing A, a sense of that I can I, I, I'm gifted to do this like, You know you get what I'm saying Right you know do you understand I hope y'all getting this okay But that's my – it's a word for today. It's really quite simple. It's consider the cost. Consider the price for what you do. Consider the price for what you want to do. It's always important, okay? And then that's how you'll know to complete it. Unless you don't, you leave it uncompleted and people start mocking you about it, okay? So really consider the cost of what it is you want to do. That's for me this week, too. I got this. You know, I I had to get this in my head. This is for me. I'm I'm talking to myself – I'm preaching to me, as well as y'all, okay? That is, y'all, it's a word for the weak child, okay? Jesus. Now, we to get to this news out here. We got to get to the news. Ooh, it's a lot to talk about. Oh, my goodness. Let me say it. You know what? I'm going to just straight up, when I come back, I'm going to talk about, uh, You know what, I might just start off talking about T.I. and Tiny. Let's get it out of the way. (laughs) Let's talk about Listen, I was listening to Tasha Kay last night. Sipping that wine over there, Tasha Kay. Tasha Kay, oh, Lord. I just say, whoa. Wow. Okay, I'll let y'all go over there and listen to that. But listen, I'm going to tell my own opinion about T.I. and Tiny because I talked about this last week about, you know, how celebrity, you know, listen, the world, and this is when the price is too high. You know what I'm saying? The price is too high to keep a marriage. You know, like when you sit in there, like he didn't got you, fucking. You know, never mind. Uh, we'll talk about it when I come back. We, we, we'll talk about Ti and Tiny, like knowing when it's too much. I mean, like the shit's gotten too much, in my personal opinion. I mean, for Tiny, I mean, at this point, when they trying to talk to you, telling you that you implicate you in sex trafficking. Allegedly and raping chicks—that's that's that's some real bullshit. Like this is why I say celebrities have to be very careful, and women, when you're going around celebrities, you need to be very careful. Okay. Now remember when I said about Bill Cosby? I talked about quaaludes, and I talked about how in the in the eighties and the seventies and stuff like that, quaaludes was a thing. You know. And the reason I know all of this is because I get the benefit of having a mom who was a partier. <laughs> and my mom was like, yeah, they was doing all this. Everybody was <laughs> right, you know, like, you know, like, the Quaaludes was a thing, you know. Uh, Quaaludes was like a big, you know, like, so a lot of people took Quaaludes consensual. okay. Now, I know they didn't tell that in the trial, okay, because the trial was about binge well, Bill Coffey was convicted of giving a woman three binge reels, I believe. Now, I always warn to rappers about Molly's and ecstasy. I said, the Molly's and ecstasy today are the quaaludes of yesterday. And these, and you're going to be popping Molly's and ecstasies with these young ladies and these young men, and they're going to come back in 20 years and say,
3: I... I, I I didn't do it. I I didn't want to take
1: any mollies. They drugged me.
2: Me too.
1: And this isn't, uh, listen, okay, this isn't mocking, it kind of is, okay. It's mocking people who are lying, who were really consensual. But for real victims, I am not mocking you, okay. You know, if you've got somebody slipped something into your drink, Somebody did something to you that they shouldn't Now that's a, that's a, you a fucking victim And you just, you just, you should Go to the police, run to the police There's nothing your, nothing is your fault I know plenty of women that is that has Happened to, I'm not talking about you I'm talking about These bitches who know today the they, they popping molly's and ecstasies And hanging out with rappers, screwing them Knowing what's getting ready to go down And then call, me too They've given me drugs. I've got to talk about y'all when I get back, okay? Not the real victims, but fake-ass victims, okay? Because this is T.I. and Tiny, they coming, okay? T.I. and Tiny, this is it's a warning. I don't know who warning y'all here. Y'all done pissed somebody off, okay? That's the thing, you know, so about celebrity. You know, I feel like every celebrity must have some dirt because they dig it up. <laughs> like when you do, when they're ready to bring you down, they start digging it up. <gasps> like you can hoe today, but the hoeing today can get you in about like 10 years when they're ready to bring your ass down. <gasps> you know, suddenly that girlfriend that you was like, damn, I, you know, I just dumped her ass out, I, I, I wasn't that serious about, and you was tricking with her and three other chicks and doing drugs and stuff and having threesomes and stuff, and suddenly she goes, right? He used to make me have <laughs> Oh, man, it's tricky out here. It's tricky. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. Oh, my God, I cannot. i gotta got to go on into this. Okay, so but you know how I have to do. We have to do some music first, come back. A lot of people are going to be mad at this show. A lot of people are going to be like, Carlotta, you're being mean to victims. I'm not talking about victims. I'm talking about you fake ones who was kicking it with, allegedly, probably with T.I. and Tiny and them threesomes and foursomes and fivesomes and orgies and, You know what y'all doing out here in these streets. (sighs) Let's start it off. you my song for the year, okay? I love this damn song. (laughs) You know when you like a damn song and you play it out. That's how I've been doing this song, song, okay? This one, India Shine with Anderson Park, moving on. It's the CC show. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. Please, allow
3: me to show you something.
4: the world, mind like on a roll. Talk like she can give me hot with the combo. Then we fight like battle of the Alamo. What you do? Oh, here we go. Skin caramel, fine like baby hair, cute, but she gon' raise a lot of hell. Truth is, I'm running out of lot to tell, New chick got the new chick. I done lost count of excuses about why we can't be exclusive.
3: mm uh-huh.
1: Malls like this thing, you know. This is what I'm talking about. You know, he got too much time on his hands. He, but is it me? But it seems like the baddest women on IG come from London, Australia, and Dubai. Every time I click on a girl's page, her location says one of these locations. Okay, and you know the women down the timeline. You know what's going to happen, right? You know what's coming. You know, black women is getting ready to come from him for him and um, for American black women. You know, you know, come. <laughs> They're getting ready to come for you, Bow Wow. They're getting ready to come. Okay, they're getting ready to come for you. That is a thought. Maybe you should have kept to yourself, especially when the majority, probably, of your fan base comes from Black American women. <laughs> Do these people not know marketing one on one? Damn it! I have to give these male. Singer celebrities, I need to have a marketing class for y'all. Like y'all, y'all don't, y'all, y'all don't play to y'all base. Are y'all crazy? <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, you know now I'm back. We gotta talk about the Ti situation, okay? I'm gonna just start it off with Ti and Tiny, okay? Lord have mercy. How many years have I been hearing rumors about Ti and Tiny? Hey, and they've been just rumors. Okay, I hear rumors about a lot of celebrities. I mean, I can go on and on about the rumors I heard. You know, one celebrity I heard this rumor about years ago, you would never believe who it is. Big, huge pop star. I'll just say this. Huge pop star. One of my favorite people, too. Pop star, I said. No, it's not Beyonce. But I heard this story that, And I don't know if it's true, okay, but I won't tell y'all who it is So just because I won't tell you who it is, but if you've been listening to my show for a long time You probably won't know who it is, because I may have said it I may have read the blind item on another show (laughs) Remember I used to do celebrity gossip years ago for uh, uh, one of my friends out of Chicago They used to have a show on here, right? And uh, I think I may have told this particular thing I heard, but I didn't hear this just from the blind item, right? I heard this from other people. But I heard this terrible story, and this is a sidebar before I get into T.I. and Tiny, that this particular celebrity has a lot of, um, you know, sexual things like they need, right? And... They got with this person, right, and who could provide for them this, like literally sexual fantasy, right? You know what I'm saying? Hey, ain't my, I'm Scorpio, ain't my business, <laughs> right? Oh, but this is, I mean, you know, some stuff is going too fucking far, even for Scorpio. So this particular celebrity, they say, was like really kind of mean, like to like to their staff, like they was having. Sex with their staff, like maybe staff and stuff like that, like people who were there, because uh, they went to another country to do shit, right? So they was like having sex with um, like a lot of uh, people who were there, um, uh, like for instance, that would work for them and stuff. And people were saying in this other country, like they were doing such rowdy sex acts, like rough sex, like sex that can get you killed. That some people ended up missing And they would do this shit in another country Listen, I'm going to tell you It's some scandalous shit I done heard about some of these celebrities out here, okay Because they got everything available to them And people will let them get away from with some scandalous shit Now this happened out the country I heard I ain't going to never tell y'all who it is It ain't my business But it, y'all will be shocked We all knew, okay I was like, serious? Like, serious? Like, really? Like, you know, I couldn't believe And people were saying, yes, they have fetishes And the fetishes sometimes would be so rough That these people would end up, like, maybe not dead And, like, you know, because they were in foreign countries And some of the people that they had hired were foreign they wouldn't be. People wouldn't ask about them. People wouldn't be looking for them. So you know, sometimes when these celebrities be taking them foreign trips, you know, some of them going, "Ain't my business out here." Sometimes you can do stuff in other places you can't do in America. Okay, <sighs> shameful. If the story's true, okay. The st- what is the story I heard? And I, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like of a nasty, filthy honorary shit that some of these celebrities do, okay? And it ain't just celebrities. I ain't gonna get I ain't gonna do celebrities like that shit. It's a nasty, filthy shit like people do on a regular every day. Hey, okay? but like celebrities because sometimes they have access, greater access to things, they be going they be having some wild shit. So bring me to T I tiny today, okay? According to HotNewHipHop.com, it says Ti is facing allegations of sex, sex trafficking women and minors. Okay, uh, they said fifteen women have come forward with stories detailing the alleged trafficking and maltreatment. Now, listen, everybody has the right to their story. Everybody uh, has a is innocent, and Ti has a and Tiny has a right to their story. It is really in this country. Remember, it is. Innocent until Proven guilty No matter what we think or feel Or believe it is innocent Until proven guilty And the guilty side And the side that is uh, That's saying something happened Remember in our country The prosecution always has to prove their case Because you're accusing someone of something Okay So T.I. and them could be Victims I've always said this about R. Kelly. He was the victim and the prey, okay? Because there are some situations where R. Kelly was the victim of women who was just out to get money and lying. But there's some situations, uh, uh, mean, I mean, he was the prey, not the prey, the predator and the prey, sorry. Excuse me on that. He was the predator, meaning he was the predator if his ass, if it's true that his ass went out to a little 14 and 13 and 15-year-olds, your ass is a predator, but at times it's also he was the prey because people knew his weaknesses and went after that, went after him with those, okay? So uh, understand you can be both, okay? So uh, it says, things are not looking too good for tip T.I. hairs during the course of this week. The Atlanta rapper was accused by Atlanta entrepreneur Sabrina Peterson of holding a gun to her head in front of her kids. Peterson told followers she did not initially press charges or file a police report, but she chose to break her silence because T.I. was painting her as a villain. She came out with allegations this week in order to protect black women and nudge Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms to discontinue using the rapper as a positive role model in the community. Peterson is not done there. However, she she may have just blown the top off T.I.'s alleged history of violence against women and children. Compelling stories of the abuser on her Instagram story. Fifteen different women have now come forward detailing in the alleged sex trafficking of women and minors. Peterson's Instagram account at the Glam University had people send stories and experiences with Ti and his wife. One specific experience mentions him referring to a woman as cattle. Okay, and this is one of the things. Okay, she had on the site. Uh, them, too, and they were going to cancel my plane ticket if I didn't do Molly, and Tiny was the one that always called me, and so she's the ringleader. She's a, a a worse abuser than Tip. I also woke up one morning next to their friends they travel with. I don't have a memory of it, but I was naked on my back, and when I put my head up, I was between his friends and friends' wife so they passed me off to them at some point at night. Oh, and I've seen Tiny do coke. And take Molly. She's the worst one out of the two, if you ask me. I hope they get into legal cr uh, trouble. That's crazy. You said that because that's the basis of the documentary. There are so many uh, men that are abusers and manipulators, but none of have ever have a female co-conspirator. Okay. Now this is one of the stories that was on there. This is this is this is alleged. Okay. Now let me just say this. Okay. Um. Uh, Now, there's also where I believe, and I heard uh, Tasha K talking about this last night, too, and there's also a thing where I do believe there's rape, even after you've consented. You may have consented to sex with them, but if at some point, you know, you took a Molly. See, this is why you got to be very careful, because it gets tricky. Now, if they pass you off to somebody else and you didn't give that consent, and you so fucked up that you can't, then that's rape to me, okay? So, you know, at that, you know, it then it becomes something totally different. That's why you got to be careful with these bitches. I mean, not just bitches, men too, everybody. You got women, period. You, women, you got to be careful. You can't just be taking Molly with people, like, and ecstasy that you don't know that well. Like, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, what is going on with y'all? I mean, like, damn, I know you excited to meet them and shit, but damn, like, if you're going to do them, like, you can't do them clear-minded. I mean, you don't even know him that well, and you getting ready to take some drugs. I mean, you know, I can even see you know having a little drink here and there, but drunk, and you don't know the person you about to say. You, it's a very dangerous slope, and it's a dangerous slope for the entertainer too. Okay, but let's listen to a little bit of Sabrina. I hope I can get this. Thing up. I want y'all to hear a little bit of her accusations. Sabrina Peters, Peterson. This week, we're gonna try to listen to a little bit of them. I don't know if we can get them, but if y'all can, hopefully y'all can hear. So let's let's put this up here.
0: First of all, never said that your husband was an abuser. Okay, because he couldn't abuse me. Let's just be clear. He abuses you. Let's be clear on that. Okay, let's be clear on that. He abuses you. Your husband can never abuse me. So that's never a comment Sabrina used. Okay. Let's be clear on that. Number two, me speaking about what I experienced is my experience, okay? Okay? Your husband put a gun to my head after after me looking out for you on several occasions. You are the battered woman. You can say you're, you're the woman that's always somewhere crying. You're the one that's always being cheated on. You're the one, but you're the one that wants to go run to your friends and tell them what, what he did wrong in X, Y, and Z. And I, I was so young, I did not know. I didn't know to not listen to a woman when she's going crazy and crying about her relationship. The only thing I knew is that my friend was going through X, Y, and Z, and I jumped the fuck in like the dumbass I was. But the facts do remain the same. And if anyone, any, so I've let this go because it's so freaking old. This is so old, but this is a part of my trauma. This is a part of my truth. This is so old, so old that he went on to make songs about it and so forth and so on. That same silver gun that was on the table when he was arrested, that, that one silver revolver with the long nose on it was the gun that he put to my head, screaming, Bitch, I'll kill you, bitch, I'll kill you. So my, my, my PSA today is about me speaking about my, my, my past trauma, what I went through. That's
1: my truth. Okay, that was some of Sabrina Peer- Peterson, okay? And uh, let's listen. to T.I. came this week, and he spoke again about these allegations. So let's hear T.I., okay?
4: But it's a reason for this. Now I don't mind sharing it. You see? Allegations just been tossed around About me and my wife um, But there's a reason for that now I don't mind sharing it You see if a person Does not have any Right To, to criminally Or civilly have you in court They have no right The best thing they could do Is get you for a defamation A defamation suit Drag you in court Make you pay their legal bills to get you in court Now I mean At this point Man This is the This is the point Where that don't even no matter Okay But that's the motive That's the strategy That's the intention Say a whole bunch of False stuff about you um, That get people to believe And make them come out And say They're a liar They're a liar They're a liar And then they can say See They called me a liar That's defamation Then they drag, drag you in court, get you under oath and all that. Because, unfortunately, right now, it doesn't matter as much what they can prove you did. It matters what you can prove you didn't. You know what I mean? And that's just an unfortunate place that our society has made it to. But I want to be clear about one thing. Women who have been victimized deserve to be heard. Women, black women in particular, should be supported protected, defended, uh, and uplifted. However, evil has no gender. People with evil intentions have no gender. A threat comes in all shapes and sizes. I would never, I mean, I would never treat a woman the same way I would treat a threat. All right? So I think that that has to be distinguished. First and foremost, I want to say my wife, my wife is a beautiful person with an amazing spirit and a kind heart. She's a devoted mother, and she has a humble soul. She don't deserve it. She don't deserve it. Uh, now, what we're not going to do is open up the door to my bedroom, as you shouldn't have to either open up the door to my bedroom for everybody to come in, chime in, and make their opinions about what we do and don't do or should or shouldn't do. But I will say this, whatever we ever have done has been done with consensual adults who enter what we into and like what we like. If we want something, we know exactly where to go to get it. We ain't never forced nobody. We ain't never drug nobody against their will. We ain't never held nobody against their will. We ain't never made nobody do anything. We ain't never trafficked anything. Well, truly trust anything. Anyway.
1: Um. All right, you know what? Unfortunately, T.I., you have opened up the doors. <laughs> it's open. And I'm going to take a break real quick because I need to take a break real fast. But when I come back, I'm going to say my opinion to y'all on what you do and what y'all did and what y'all, who y'all doing it with because obviously y'all sloppy and shit with it. You
3: know what I'm saying? Sloppy.
1: It's not so fun when you're the R. Kelly, is it? Oh, everybody can talk about R. Kelly. R. Kelly should be R. Kelly should be banned. R. Kelly, no R. Kelly music. I mean, you even have celebrities out here. R. Kelly, I'm like I've, I've never met R. Kelly, but it's not so fun when you're R. Kelly, is it? <laughs> oh no, it's not so fun when you're Michael Jackson. You know, I believe Michael Jackson is innocent. But it's not so fun.
3: Oh.
1: <sighs> break time. I'll be back. I'm coming back in a moment, and I will finish this up, what I have to say on this, okay? I'll take a quick break because I've got to change my head since I was, but Okay, so we're going go, uh, to go uh, to what, 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 what we need to play while, we, while, we, while y'all marinating on what T.I. said, okay? Uh, let's see. No, that one wouldn't be appropriate with it <laughs> Okay, so we'll play uh, Let's see, let's see uh, Okay, let's play Raphael Sadiq I'll be right back, okay? Never give you up I'll be back in a moment, you guys uh-huh. Okay, y'all, you can see I had some technical difficulties for a second. Oh Lord, okay. <laughs> but you know, we let's get back to Ti and Tiny. Okay, I had a, I had a moment had to get my stuff together. Okay, let's let's have this discussion. Okay, about Ti. Ti said he don't want y'all. He said what we not gonna do is open up the doors to my bedroom. No Ti. What we are gonna do is open up the doors to your bedroom. Okay. Because people have been discussing it for a minute here. And now the doors are open because there are allegations out here that, you know, that y'all been drugging and mollying people. And listen, again, I don't know if it's what's true and what's not true. And listen, my thing is, if you know, first of all, it's a very dangerous precedent if you are a Uh, And I talked about this last week. If you are a celebrity with any fucking thing to lose, and you're inviting randoms to your house, and you are engaging in drugs, giving them drugs, like, you say, hey, uh, you like, I understand you haven't signed NDAs and shit like that,
0: but you haven't
1: signed NDAs, and then you say, you got here, here's this Molly and ecstasy, you got to take this in order to participate, uh, in a sexual act. That's fucking stupid. Okay? Now, because why is this stupid? Obviously, they ain't read nothing shit about Bill Cosby. Like, so, I mean, obviously, y'all wasn't reading, like, anything. Like, this is what gets y'all in trouble. This is why it has come to and see Sabrina. Let me just say this about Sabrina. Sabrina, it's, it's a long time for you to come out with your allegations. I understand it's your trauma, but see, we, we you should have called the police two years ago when he put a gun to your head. Okay, that's just that's just fact now because it's hard for people to believe their story now. And now they're coming out to Shekinah said that the other day, even though she retracted some of her statements, Shekinah, which is Tiny's other friend, allegedly said that you know. Sabrina was recruiting, girl. Now, Sabrina, if you was recruiting chicks for TI and Tiny, oh, that makes you part of the mess. too. That makes you an accomplice a, a, accomplished, a accomplished up in this joint. So since you can't be sitting out here talking about somebody and you was getting them chicks. Now, be very careful. You know, that's like that chick that was on with R. Kelly. the One of R. Kelly chicks on surviving R. Kelly. Because I hear they're going to be making see survivor CI and tiny. Listen, I'm sorry, R. Kelly, one of those girls was allegedly helping him get chicks. Uh, uh-uh, It's never a good thing for you to be on top, okay? Because that makes you an accomplice to, uh, to the crime. Now... All I will say is this should be if you first of all if you a hip hop star that been out here in these orgies with Ti and Titan, okay or R and B star or whatever the fuck y'all do okay and y'all nasty asses get all together and be swapping people and shit. Ugh. That's I mean, just, you know, can I just say this? this a sidebar. Orgies have never, you know, and i am a to you and a lot of shit in my head I can stomach in my head and everything. So, Jesus, just seem like the nastiest shit in the world. I mean, you know, I guess somebody's out there saying, Don't knock until you try it, Carlotta, but I mean, course, in the day of HIV and AIDS Well, we use kind I don't give a shit. It's sitting around here swapping people in one room all together, like everybody in the room, here, here's, here's another, here's a room just not another he's just it's just filthy. It just seems what juices everywhere. Oh. Oh, it just seems like a lot. Like to participate? You no, know I'm saying I ain't knocking nobody who has participated, okay? No. I If that's your thing, that's your thing, okay? But it just like, that just seems like like some nasty shit. I'll be like, this is some nasty shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it just seems nasty. But I digress. Your thing is your thing. Like T.I. said, we know who to get it with and where to go and who to get it. <laughs> Listen, let me just say this, okay? But obviously, you don't know how not to be sloppy and messy, okay? If you're gonna have a threesome out here, I mean, you better get somebody who is very discreet and make sure they sign the NVAs and shit like that. Listen, I, and that's still probably gonna stop them. But to give them drugs is to make these things even more sloppy. And I would just say if you a celebrity has participated in a TI, alleged TI, an alleged TI and tiny orgy out here, I would lawyer up and go talk to my lawyers because, you know, it's bitches on Instagram now claiming. No, that's not right to say. It's women on Instagram now claiming who could be victims, okay, who are now saying that, that they woke up in people's beds and didn't know how they got there. So, somebody's at led, somebody's at other people. Okay? And that means that if this stuff explodes, child, you're going to be in the midst of it too. Now, ain't it something that everybody ends up like Kelly at some point? You know, that's why I say, if you've been doing nasty shit, like you've been doing nasty shit, like little things that come out about you, you may be protected for now. Like, that's why I say it's important to not. I love Joyce Meyer said something, and it's for me, too. I say it's for everybody. All of us can learn of it because any, any one of us can get in a place where our character is not ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, you know. And celebrity often gets in a place where their character is not ready for it, you know. And um, Joyce Meyer has this saying, she says, don't let your, your talent put you where your character can't keep you. Woo, Joyce. That's a word. But, but what she's what she's saying is that sometimes your talent can put you in situations where you don't have the character to keep yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it, it, because what money does is, like if you was a jerk before money, if you was a hoe before money, you just a bigger hoe with money. You just a bigger jerk with money. <laughs> Or a bigger jerk, if your talents are exposed and gifted and given out to the world, you just, you know what I'm saying, you just become a bigger it, 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 it. And whatever, you, if you get money for your talent, you, it just expands whatever you are. You know what I'm saying? And I, I say that to myself all the time. You know, all the shadow shit and everything, it just expands it. So you have to be very careful in understanding that, knowing who and what your weaknesses are and everything. And P.I. and Tiny, this is the very thing I was talking about last week. About when I told a couple of my stories on here of meeting celebrities when I was younger, that you have to be very careful about where you plant yourself, who you're around, who you're gonna have your orgies with, or whatever y'all doing on these streets. But listen, understand that because you are a celebrity, because you have um, you have wealth and you have uh, fame, people are always looking to set you up or bring you down. Now, perhaps T.I. and Tiny are fucked up out here. I'm not saying they're not. I'm not trying to blame, say they, these girls is lying. Some of these people, I don't know if they're lying or not, okay? All I'm saying is that, let's say if T.I. and Tiny fucked up, well, then, you know, you probably getting ready to go to jail. Uh. But let's say if they're not, and it's a lot of people out here. They've been had a lot of. They've been just not wise with having a lot of threesomes, and which a lot of celebrities end up doing. A lot of celebrities just don't be wise. You know, they let a lot of especially male celebrities. I mean, women celebrities don't have. I mean, dick being. they I mean, they got dick thrown at them, but women are different. You know what I'm saying? Men, they got coochie cat thrown at them every day of the week. Coochie cat. Here's coochie over here. Hey coochie. Here's coochie. <laughs> It's like coochie's are waving at them. Coochie waving at him in the audience. Hey, hey I <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying. are you a rapper, are you a singer? Are you a a uh, 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 uh um wait, a minute. are you yeah, are you an artist? Any kind of artist? I mean, creators always be coochie, even with the pro creatives be coochie <laughs> Hey. A broke creative will get cool. Creatives are just, they have that kind of vibe. They draw people to them anyway. But listen, when you got money and you're a creative, uh, it, 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 coochie is, for a male is easy to come by. And so it is, it is the, you have to control and be very careful about who you are letting your space because you are in the age of me too. And you are in the age of where one thing, one allegation from one person, can put your ass into, you know what I'm saying, in a bad situation. And that's including gay male celebrities. No, 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 no. I ain't just females out here. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. Because there have been accusations thrown at. You know, I ain't gonna say no rumors that I heard. which. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I listen here. Let me tell you something. Even the guy even you undercover, okay? maybe and some of y'all ain't even undercover. Even with even dealing with men on men, women on women or whatever, they can still accuse you if you messy and that I ain't gonna even tell the story I heard but, you know, I heard this I, child, I did not even know. This story I heard about this one or I was like, Lord have mercy. And you know, and it was with some top. Let me just say this, okay? It was with some top celebrities at this particular issue. I heard this this particular, and they were supposed to be straight men. I heard the story. It was horrible. And people had video. And let me just say this. People allegedly had video. They were shopping around out here in these streets. You, You have to be very careful. I mean, very careful as a celebrity to protect your fucking space. And women, when you go meet these celebrities, you can't be going in a room, fucking room, talking about, like, okay, you know, I'm going to have sex with C.I. and say, uh, And, you know, what y'all want me to do? But well, we want you to pop these mollies and this ecstasy over here. Okay. I mean, it's going to be harder to prove like they pass you off to somebody because you agreed to take the, the mo- see, rape becomes, it becomes muddy at that point. Even though I think it's rape if they did something outside of your consent, if you weren't able to consent to somebody pass, passing you a if you only agreed to have sex with them too. But that's hard. It becomes very messy when you go into a RG or RG-like atmosphere and you agree to take drugs and you agree to fuck somebody in this kind of atmosphere. Well, you know what's going to happen. You're more than likely probably going to be passed around the fucking room, Okay. So, you have to be careful as women in putting your, and listen, this is not accusing, because that's what people let us say. You accusing the victims, you did it. you guys. No, I'm telling women, you got to be careful. You got to protect what your, you have to protect yourself. Okay? You can't go in a room with fools talking about agreeing to have sex with one group of people and take some drugs. And everybody is in a room having sex. You have to assume that I this is not a good situation, and if they want to go get it popping with me, then we don't have to go to another place and get it popping. Okay? And I don't know if I take drugs. I mean, who would take drugs? I mean, I've always said that the Molly and Ecstasy of today was going to be the Quaaludes of tomorrow. That it was a quailoo, you were going to be, you was going to, suddenly it's going to be in 20 years, all you rappers and singers that s- did ecstasy, think about it, all of you, I want you to think about it right now, close your eyes if you're listening to me, close your eyes, you know who you are out there, you celebrities, whoever you are, you listen to me, close your eyes if you're a male celebrity, if you're a female celebrity, you want to shit, close your eyes, Think about all the people you pop ecstasy and Molly with. Like, you're like, damn, I was just so, oh, shit. Some of y'all go, oh, shit. Think about them, okay? Think about like a random chick. You're like, oh, oh, my god, oh, my god. I know you're having nightmares right now, right? Okay. Now, think about her coming back in five years talking about, you <laughs> made me say, Molly, I, I didn't
3: know what I was doing. I don't even remember that night. All I know is I woke up the next morning with my ass out
1: and his bodyguard sitting next to me. Okay, okay, I just want you to think about it. Okay, I just want to think about you to think about how irresponsible you motherfuckers are with your money and your time. And girls, women out here, I understand what it's like when you meet when you want to meet your favorite celebrity. I understand I used to do it as a young girl myself. We meet for but I told you some stories on here. I was not a groupie, I did mean, I played that game. Um, I would have got snatched up real quick. My grandma could sniff out any damn thing. <laughs> okay. But I like to go meet celebrities and I like to meet my favorite people and stuff like that. And listen, I understand the allure of it, okay? But let me tell you something. All these people ain't good people. And you can't be just, and some of them is arrogant and think they're supposed to get coochie cat. okay? Now some of them will rake your ass and then pass you off to their friends. And then you'll wake up in the next morning like, what happened? You have got to be on guard. And then you don't want to go home with the shame because rape carries a lot of shame. Even though no woman should be ashamed about it, but it carries for the victim a lot of things to work through. And and then you will, sometimes women don't want to even go to the police. And that's where you fuck up. Because if you don't go to the police, then shit. Nobody knows your story. You come out 20 years later and he raped me, she raped me. Okay, how long ago was this? we can go back and investigate that. We're not so sure if that happened. You see where I'm going here? So I'm just saying be very careful on both sides. T.I. and Tiny should not be poor Tiny. First of all, I don't know, maybe not poor Tiny because from the shit I'm hearing shit. Tiny might be, I don't know. But let me just say if Tiny has worked this hard to keep a fucking man, okay? And it looks like she has, man, damn. I mean, I mean, I mean seriously. I mean, I mean, it's the it's the T.I. Dick. I'm trying to imagine is the T.I. Dick that good? To that you would expose yourself. You're a tremendous writer, a good singer, a part of your own girl group. Is the Dick, that great that you would expose your career, your children, to something so foolish. Like, to keep him. I hope that's not, I hope that's just what you like, and you was doing shit because you like him. But, you know, Tiny, the history of Tiny, you know, like, because they showed us on the reality while T.I. talking this shit, popping this shit down. Like, what you ain't going to do is open up my bedroom when you got a reality show on fucking TV where you almost got divorced on TV and all this shit. I mean, the history is tiny. It's like tiny, baby. It's it. Worth it. Seriously. At some point, you got to be like, what the hell? Like, now I am being accused out here of being... A rapist. Now this. This that made me look like a fool on TV. And he allegedly been running around with chicks to kick. And now. I am being accused of. Oh come on lady girl. How much do you want? How. How much do you need? I ain't mean, damn. How much. It's a beatdown. So you need, you know, they said she allegedly told Latoya Luckett to to get a divorce, and, and people were saying, well, how is tiny gonna tell toya Luckett to get a divorce? You know, after her situation, this was a alleged story that was out last week. I don't know if it's true or not, but the story was that she gave uh, Toya Luckett the advice to go and leave. And people were saying, how is tiny gonna give? her that advice. No, she didn't. She did take her advice. But Tiny knows. Tiny. Nobody knows more than Tiny. Why, it is not a good reason to sometimes stay past the expiration date. <sighs> sad. I mean, they're about to be quite like, Kelly has a couple. You know how these girls are about to come out of Atlanta? Oh, and let's check start flying. Check's probably getting ready to start flying
0: everywhere.
1: I mean, you know. Everybody's going to have to steal. a lot of people. I, I want, like, a close-your-eyes again, celebrities. Some of you just listen. Nah, not, not even celebrities. Close-your-eyes regular players. Close-your-eyes and think about all those chicks that you get that they got you in the room with. You. And not only chicks, but, you know, men, women, a few players. I mean, it don't sell them having the women. It's mostly men. Men, but just think about it. Oh, my God. Think about all the lines and the girls that can come back and you like, oh, damn. I mean, think about the people that can come back on some foolish shit you do. I'm telling you, be smart about your shit. Be smart. I don't know if you can be smart about your dirt, but you can't go with running. T.I. and Tiny, listen, if these allegations are not true, the reason they were able to pin them on them, they're able to pin them on them so easily, is because for years we've been hearing shit about T.I. and Tiny and their behavior, sexual behaviors. Ti said, "What well, we not gonna do is speculate. Ti, they been speculating about your ass, okay? And it's so easy. That means that when it gets out to everybody, that means that you have been sloppy. Like it means that chicks are talking around town. Like, I oh, know. I've been at Ti's house too. Yeah, let me know. You know, the people been talking, and we—that means that you randomly picking out picking out people." Like you randomly doing, like you reckless with. It. And you have no respect for your children. You have no respect for your money. You have no respect for your careers. You just recklessly pick people. I mean, that's shit's crazy. But that's the, kind of the thing of celebrity a little bit, the, the thing that happens with celebrity because, you know, I mean, I, I heard a story one time of remember celebrity saying they came back to their room and the chick was like in the bed, like in his bathtub. I'm like, damn I mean, what's a man to do? I mean, damn, you like sit you in the bathtub. Like now I now 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 has a female, I be like, Pshh. my thinking is like, bitch, what you doing in is ass? something ain't right. Like, you know, like you know, I know women do that. But if I don't know you out the blue and your ass is sitting in the back. but men don't think like that because men think with they it's physical. So men, men thinking with they penis first, like poor men, like you know. Sometimes I mean, no offense, I I'm not talking about the creeps who just running around raping chicks and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what to, I mean, just being a a, a a rock star and you come into your room and a bitch is in the bathtub. I mean. <laughs> I used to have his friend years ago. He was so cute. He was fine. Like, he was beautiful. Like beautiful, beautiful. He went to he he's a church boy. Man, he was fine. He was gorgeous. God he was fine. And he just, you know, he was so smart. Like, you know, just had this beautiful smile that women would just be falling for him and everything. But he was so controlled in his demeanor because, you know. He was trying to do the right thing, be a godly guy and everything. <laughs> he was really a great guy, right? You know what I'm saying? And so he was telling me about this girl, you know, like with his first year of college and he was saying, like, I said, Well, how's school been going? He's like, Yo, like, I came to my dorm room. This girl was uh came I left my dorm room unlocked and he had a like a room by himself. And he said, this, this girl was in there naked. Like, I had just met her in class the day before. I was like, what? He was like, yeah. He was like, I said, what you do? pray for her? Because I know you. <laughs> I know this dude was very controlled. You know, he was like, no. I just told her to put back on her clothes. And, you know, I, and he said, and then one day I wasn't so I just didn't trust him. And I was like, whoa. Like, he was like, "I it, can't, it was coming too easy.
0: And I thought
1: Like you know what I'm saying? You know, he he but he was like, It came too easy. I was, I will never forget that. I was like, What could have got injured. I remember you listen, he this dude was so fine that like I used to have friends, we would come like he walked around like he his whole family was fine by the way. He had a beautiful family, the mom was fine. <laughs> The daddy, the the all they had a bunch of kids, like he was like four boys and five girls or something. It was crazy, they were all beautiful. Okay. And, and I've been knowing them since I was a kid, you know. Just know, they beautiful. Like
3: beautiful.
1: Right, and so I they lived around a corner from me. And I used to my a lot of my girlfriends, we'd walk to the store and there was a store around the corner from me and we walk down his block and he'd be sitting out of the porch, All my friends would be like, oh, oh my
3: god, he's beautiful ah.
1: They'd be going out, you know, about whatever. But he was so controlled. He's like nothing that came easy. (laughs) Oh, why do I tell that story, guys, celebrity men? (sighs) If it comes easy to you, be very careful. Be very careful. And a lot of coochie comes real easy to you. (sighs) T.I. and time, tragic. But unfortunately, we'll probably be a lot of celebrities. We'll probably hear more stories of celebrities doing things they shouldn't be doing and being reckless, not doing things they shouldn't be doing, but being reckless with what they do. Being reckless with their shadow side. Now we about to get, somebody said it's going to be a surviving T.I. and tiny documentary. They're going to have the whole Molly's and the whole back Okay? Future, where's future? Put future in. Future's listening right now. Uh, somebody go get future. I mean, somebody bring future to the, the to show. Future. 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 Control your penis, okay? I mean, I'm serious out here. Like, like you're a very good-looking guy. You got about 20 of them now. Listen,
0: okay, this
1: could be you. (laughs) Nick can't. Bring Nick. Nick, Nick, you're a great guy. Nick, Nick is a... Nick, but you're out here doing a lot, okay? I've read about, I've talked about five to six females within the last, oh, my God. This is the last couple weeks, three weeks or so. Nick, 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 you've already almost been, you know, Got in trouble with your mouth. Me too could be coming next. Okay, calm down. That's what I'm saying. Be careful, fellas. Be careful. We, fella and I'm talking to the men specifically. Okay. Now, if you a rapist out here, if you a man who is raping chicks and, and giving chicks sneaking stuff and chicks drinks, you are a coward. You are. Uh, you should be under the jail. And hopefully, you you are caught. If Ti and Tiny gay women anything where it was not consensual, if they pass somebody else with somebody's consent, without somebody's consent, then you guys deserve to be under the jail. Okay? It's your Nasty Ass, okay? And if they were underage and if you've been sex trafficking. But you know what? It's so funny. A lot of these celebrities will be involved in anti sex trafficking things kind can get right off to sex trafficking? I mean, it's like sex trafficking a thing or something in the celebrity world. I mean, like, 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 get the Maxwell. Like, just, I mean, everybody's frightened. I mean, the whole world is holding their breath. Like, like, you know, like, what is she going to tell? I mean, there's a lot of celebrities involved running around with her. And what's that man's name? Jeffrey Epstein? Epstein? You know why? Because it's a lot of just. Crazy shit that goes on when you're a rock star, no. when you know? When you're a movie star. That's why you gotta be extra careful. Extra careful. Alright, I'm moving on past T.I. and Tiny to the Seattle Seahawks. And Chad Wheeler. me you're going, Carlotta. Who is Chad Willer? <laughs> who the hell is Chad Willer? Well, I know you haven't heard the story this week because in the NFL has been awfully quiet and kept the story. I don't know if it's them that's keeping the story quiet, but a lot of news outlets have not been talking about it. Why? Because possibly because the male in this story is white. And his girlfriend is black. Now, what he does to this girlfriend is so hideous that it should be running on every TV station. It is, if it, a, if it just was just a black dude, Oh, we were not hideous. According to BossUp.com, Seahawks' Chad Wheeler arrested for domestic violence, steaming from girlfriend, not bowing down to him. Last week, the Seattle Seahawks made headlines when a member of, they didn't make any headlines, not very few headlines, when a member of their staff was arrested on child, oh, no, that's child pornography charges. Okay, they did make headlines for that. After being caught in a sting operation with thousands of images. Right after that, the situation ended with him in jail where he belonged. The Seahawks already have another situation attached to their name. A member of uh, of the uh, offensive line, Chad Wheeler, was arrested on suspicion of domestic violence, according to TMZ. Police actually uh, uh, arrived to the witness uh, to witness the aftermath of the incident. Uh, cops, owner in the reports, say they were told the altercation began after the woman refused to bow down to the NFL player. Cops say that when Wheeler allegedly grabbed uh, the woman, threw her on the bed, and choked her until she was unconscious. According to the report, when the woman regained consciousness, Wheeler said, wow, you're alive. Hmm. Cops say that's when the woman locked herself in the bathroom to call for help. In the police report, it was noted that Wheeler wasn't cooperating with the police, which ultimately led to his arrest. Words cannot paint the picture of the damage she has done, so friends of the victim uploaded images of her injuries to social media, which will leave you speeches. The woman is said to be his girlfriend. The Seahawks released a statement on Monday night following the shocking news stating that we are aware of the situation and still gathering information. Okay, um, listen. Her face looks hideous. And the excuse they've been giving always is, you know, he was bipolar and he forgot to take his medicine. Well, I know a lot of fucking bipolar people, okay, who don't take their medicine. And yes, they can act the fool, but they, a lot of them ain't beat nobody and keep trying to kill nobody. So I'm not quite sure if we can use his bipolar issues. has an excuse. Now, Chad was, I think, a benchwarmer. I don't know. Like they said he didn't do I mean, he wasn't really, I don't know if he was very active. I'm hearing that he was a benchwarmer. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, listen here. At least the girl had only been dating him six months, too, allegedly. Six fucking months. Let me just say this. Abuse can happen to anybody, okay? But what I want women to understand, doesn't matter if he got a lot of money, don't matter if he's fucking white you know a lot of you know there's been I'm not saying this sister this particular sister is doing that this but there's a lot of women who date sometimes white males and think that, and they give white men extra extra benefits of the doubt I've known chicks like this okay give white men extra benefits of the doubt like you know shit they would never let a brother go past you know do Uh they'll let the white man do I'm not saying that's with this sister I'm just talking in general out here. And they will say, you know, and they will excuse fucking bad behavior because it's a white person, a white male. I mean, I've known women like this. You know, you're like, girl, that thing, baby, he, girl, he he did what? You know, where I had to have a a conversation. I've had friends who dated white males, and they would be, like, giving them all kind of passes for crazy shit. Okay? Let me just explain to you. Crazy comes in all colors, okay? Crazy comes up in all kind of colors, and all kind of financial fucking black, okay? Crazy don't just show up in black. Crazy don't just show up in white. Don't just show up in Latino. Crazy is everywhere. Do you hear me, crazy, crazy? Crazy, crazy don't just show up in poop. It don't just show up in the middle class. It shows up in the wealthy. Crazy is crazy. Now, what I want to say to women is, I am sure, like he, within six months. Let me tell you, abusers are nutty nuts. Even with medication, can't hide that they're nuts. It's just sometimes we sweep the nut stuff under the rug. We like, oh, what do you mean? I even hit. What he did wasn't right there. Oh, girl. And we're we'll going to say, girl, we'll just say, I'm going to let that go. <laughs> then you see it two more times and you like, girl. Now, why you want her to bow down to him says a lot of volumes to me. Okay, because I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? What, what kind of shit is that? But listen. I bet in having a conversation with her, he has shown signs of nutty behavior before. And within this little six month time period, and maybe because I'm not saying I'm not speaking for her, I'm just saying that some women sometimes will ignore the uh, obvious signs because he's an NFL player, he's this and that, uh uh-uh, uh uh listen, look at the signs. I pay a tip. Signs is important. Okay. I I tell women all the time signs is important. It's important to date people and evaluate them while you date them. Okay. I see I am and mentally evaluate. That's why I say to women Sometimes even if you're passionate and you know you like, I know I'm about to give him some coochie cat, okay, women. You know, we women usually know when they get ready to give somebody some coochie cat. They like, oh, he's fine. I'm gonna give him some coochie cat. I say hold out. I'm giving them coochie cat if you fine and you're passionate about him and you really feel a connection because you want to see him. Coochie giving him coochie cat doesn't allow you to see his ass. So you need to be able to see him, especially when they are uh, like they do something highly unusual. Like, you know, because sometimes women can get, and I'm not saying this is what this sister happened to this sister. But I'm saying sometimes women can get enthralled in it being an athlete or being a a, a doctor or being a a surgeon or being a a musician or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you got to be able to see the smoke. You got to hold up, hold up, let me see you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to see, like, if somebody got jealousy issues, like, jealousy issues are always red flags to me. Like, when people are, you know, and sometimes people are just jealous. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a smart Some people, I don't have that. I, I don't think, you know, I'm kind of more levering. I don't know if I have the jealousy issues. But, like, like, but some people have real deep-rooted jealousy issues, like, and, and, they, and they're and the signs of other issues. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, most of the people I've known that's been in abusive relationships, and I've known quite a few, the men were showing signs very early, and one of the signs was extreme jealousy. Like, you couldn't be talking to somebody. They'd be like, why are you over there calling me your phone? Are you talking to your girlfriend on the phone? Why are you talking to her that long? Are you, I mean, I had one girlfriend. Her man called her. We was out. Her man called her 15 times within 20 minutes. I am not lying. Okay? I said, that is a fucking red flag. That's a nut right there. Okay? You know what I'm saying? There are things that show you that somebody is crazy. And what I'm saying to women out here is be very aware and get to know people. And sometimes you still can. Because some people are so good, they hide their stuff really good. But most of the time, listen—if you really listening, they can't hide it. They just can't. A nut can never hide his nutty. He just or she can't hide her nuttiness. They—they they just can't. Okay, so I—I I believe that this crazy dude. And now, one of the things is that nobody—if it was a black man, this would be all over the news. Okay, he'd be ready to get under the jail. I think this dude got out on bail. Like he out on bail. I think he's out of jail on bail. Like he literally attempted. It was like a, that. That was like an attempted murder. That is an attempted murder. He thought he had killed her. She woke up and he came out. Oh, you still alive? What? And he out walking around, talking about he forgot to take his bipolar pills. Who the fuck? What? I mean, see how different it is for white males. Versus if this would be a black male, he would be underneath the jail. The NFL would be like they wouldn't be investigating the situation. Shit, what was that dude, the chief? He got sent, the, the running back. He him, him and the girl got into a little tassel, tassel little fight, little, little bitty. The girl actually spit on him, I think, allegedly. She said something to him, and he kind of reflexed her and hit her he, and everything or whatever, and he immediately was dismissed. The CL CR is talking about we got to investigate the situation with the white guy. Now I'm a person that have always believed this is my personal belief, okay? Now this is my personal belief on all, with all races of all people, okay, with your jobs. Seriously, this is a, I know it's gonna it be a crazy belief. Y'all gonna say, Carlotta, that's crazy. But I really actually believe. I don't believe groups of NFL and stuff like that should be involved in criminal situations. When somebody like that young, when that man is charged with a criminal thing, the NFL, my stand, my personal belief is that employer stand should be to stand down, suspend them uh, quietly until they have their days in court. And then uh, uh, employers can make decisions from that point. I Sometimes I don't like when, because this is happened to black, male, black men so much that e- even black men who have been accused of Abuse or something like that, they immediately fire them. Immediately, uh, I mean, they don't have their day in court. And sometimes now, what this dude did is attempted murder. This wasn't no little ruffle tussle. He thought he killed the chick. So, this is a different thing here. To me, you know, the NFL should immediately suspend him and let him have his day in court. And then they can proceed to uh, 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 find him guilty or whatever. You know, because sometimes I think employers should stand down in certain instances. I know that's a crazy thought, but because we live in a society that's a witch hunt society, sometimes we can cause people to lose their jobs at the worst time. Like, you, know, you know, like when the situation with that young man uh, was in the elevator, him and his wife was both drunk, and they got into a fight, and it looked like he was abusive. Uh, I don't know if I thought that was the best thing to fire him. And she stood by him. She never divorced him. This is interesting. Uh, He did go get help and everything. But the thing is, as the NFL, I always thought the NFL shouldn't fire them right away because, you know, but make sure they have uh, help, like maybe a suspension, making sure they get help for domestic violence, making sure having specific rules for him to fail, you know what I'm saying, to get to if it's a criminal charges, because like bringing criminal charges up against him and stuff, let the courts deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And then you come in with your say after all is said and done. That's just my personal opinion. I know that people don't agree with that, but that's just me. I don't really believe that employers are sometimes being in the middle of that. But in this case, it's very interesting because the NFL has moved swiftly against black men. But with this man, I got to to investigate. And he damn near killed the girl. It's just a damn shame. And they said something about he didn't apologize, so that's already a admission of guilt. So his ass should literally be fired and be arrested for attempted murder by now. Uh, allegedly, he's already said that he apologized. That's what I'm hearing out here. But so I don't know if that's true or not. But listen, all I want to say to women out here, I you know, I try to say it as kindly as of crazy. Again, I will tell you, crazy comes in all forms. And don't just come in one color. Because you're dealing with a white man, don't mean his ass ain't crazy. Because you're dealing with a black man, don't mean his ass ain't crazy. Because you're dealing with a rich man, don't mean his ass ain't crazy. Okay? Or right, a man that makes more than average. You know? Recognize the signs. Look closely. I mean, get to know somebody first. Just 32, damn, and just say, mm-hmm. Like you know, look at how they handle things. Like how they handle stress. How they handle, especially if you wanna, if you gonna be in a relationship with. Because once the sex comes, I mean, that's literally a different ball game at that point. You know what I'm saying? And sex sometimes triggers a fool. You know? <laughs> it, it's sex, okay? I've been some situations where sex has triggered a fool. Like the person ain't turned to fool. He was a fool before, but he got the sex and he really start acting a fool. Like you know what I'm saying? Really start chasing and really start being put, uh, aggressive and possessive and all. And acting, you know, you got to be careful because some people got problem childhood issues and all kinds of stuff. So you really want to make sure that this is somebody who can handle a relationship. Without being triggered and and beating somebody up in time out you 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 wake up and you know I'm gonna choke you to death, and you're like, "Oh my God, I think got in pop with a monster. Trust me, I bet the hints were there, and they usually always are you know you talk to women who've been in abusive situations, and you like listen to a lot of them, they'll say, yeah, they say early on, I ignored a lot of stuff." They'll tell you, the ones who will tell you the truth, who ain't in denial, will tell you that early on I saw some things that just didn't sit well with me. But I still, you know, I was trying to love them. And a lot of times in these relationships, sex has come very fast. I mean, our sex has come, like, you know, and it's not giving you, and that's not, listen, even after sex, okay? I'm going to just say this for those of you, because some of y'all right now here saying, I don't know how he has sex with this flu. Oh, my Lord. And, you know, and, okay, that's okay. But get your head on straight so you can see. Like, just don't be sexed up. You know what I'm saying? Just to be able, you have, you need to be able to see. It just makes it harder to see. But it don't mean you can't see. You need to be able to see the person you're dealing with. And vice versa, males. You know, I was, I read a story the other day about a male on here, on this story that came and a male refused to have sex with his girlfriend or something like that. She came out of the way from someplace, and he she burned his house down. With him and he had to run out the house. Now, Cray Cray was probably showing that she was Cray Cray. She burned his house down because he refused to have sex. Now, you know her crazy ass was showing that she was crazy, but a lot of men laugh at Cray Cray. They laugh at like Like, Val, you know, speaking of that, Chad Moss, like, Chad Moss, I was watching him on Growing Up Hip Hop, and he kept getting a series of nutty girls. One of the first girl he had was this little school girl. She's with somebody else now. But she and him got into a fight, you know. And one of the things that little girl showed to me on the show is that she was real possessive. Like, she was getting mad at everybody, like anybody that looked at that. Wow. That's, you know. And then this other girl he got involved with that knocked the windows out of his car She was immediately saying to him, if I have sex with anybody, I consider you my boyfriend. I mean, the stuff she was saying on the show. He was like, he was looking, I'm "We together. And and we just, and now he heard the girl saying, all. she sounded like she was crazy as fuck. Like, you you know, because I got a temper. Now, she had already been arrested, I think, on some terrorist charges or something. (laughs) And so he laughed at it. He didn't think nothing of it. He just thought it was something. And she was right. He started, he started messing around with her. shit. It didn't take her long. Her ass came to the studio because he wasn't answering the phone or something on the show and busted them windows out of that uh, Mercedes Jeep. Boop, bloop, she started buzzing. And he was like, oh, like, you know. But listen, because when she was telling you what she was. She tell you, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't like you. know, I consider you my boyfriend. I'm not, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna be happy. I don't take. I get emotional. She was really basically telling him, I'm a fool. I'm a fool. I'm a fool. And he was laughing like, I'm gonna try to coochie anyway though. Hey, you gonna try to coochie? And she's literally telling you like she's fatal attraction. Like she's literally sitting there saying, it's, I will kill you. Okay. If you give me, let me let you know, there are some women literally telling you, if you give me this penis and I like it, and you start mistreating me, I will kill you. Hey, okay? There's bitches that will tell you that. they tell you that you should be, or you should heed. <laughs> That's for the men too. Crazy ain't just for the women, okay? It's for the men too. I don't know how many stories I've seen on the ID channel where men didn't take a crazy woman seriously. Tons of stories. I just watched one the other night. There's tons of deadly women. That's one of my favorite shows. I love it. Ah, I watched the Ivy Channel, and my favorite night is Friday night when deadly women come on. And, like, they do deadly women from, like, the 1800s. Oh, my God. Some women were crazy even in, like, 1792, 1812, <laughs> Crazy's been around for a long time And men laugh at the thought of crazy women I say Look at the ID channel And watch deadly women You'd be scared as shit Okay So you have to even be aware of crazy Like crazy comfort Men Men have to even be aware You know Because men can get messed up in these streets too Like you know That's just true I mean I, I, That's all I can like say to y'all <sighs> What's my other story for today? Lord have mercy. You know what? I have not said anything about Cicely Tyson. I meant to say something at the top of the um, the show. Cicely Tyson, we got Cicely Tyson, Hank Aaron, Larry King passed away. Hank Aaron, Larry King a couple of weeks ago. Uh, man, prayers for Hank Aaron legend and Larry King legend uh, for their family. Cicely Tyson. Oh, my God. What a beautiful, creative soul. I mean, like you know, and I got to see Cicely Tyson of, like a few years ago in person when I was doing. Uh, I used to be a part of Bishop T, Bishop Jakes's. Uh, um, uh, he had this team of uh, bloggers. I used to be a part of his blogger team or whatever, this uh, blogger team where you get you get to go to these events and stuff like that or whatever. And Cicely Tyson, they were honoring Cicely Tyson at one of the events. And Cicely Tyson, let me tell you something. And at that time, she was probably like maybe 90. It just turned 91, 90 or 91. She was beautiful. I mean, skin flawless. I mean, like, just like, wow. And like, you're like, wow beautiful, like her face is gorgeous, and when not only that, Cicely Tyson, like, had such a beautiful spirit in the life she lived, you know, Cicely Tyson, one of the most curious things for me about Cicely Tyson was her marriage to Miles Davis, okay, I'm like, how does a woman like Cicely get with a motherfucker like Miles, let me just go straight up, you me if you ever read about miles Davis. <laughs> I know it's you know it's something about the damn musicians I don't know you know in a, a straight a woman who's trying to go in the right path and everything they put and Miles Davis and Cicely, they say had a tumultuous relationship but she never hardly spoke on it I hear that he lives in her new book that she kind of speaks to it a little bit in her new book uh, the relationship between her and Miles Davis, but not only was she a great actress, but she you know she had a great life. Like and you know Miles Davis and her were kind of like a Beyonce and Jay Z before Beyonce and Jay Z, you know, uh, but very tumultuous on the internet. and she hardly ever spoke on it. You know Miles Davis was like a hoe in these streets. <laughs> They say she speaks on a little bit in her book and she says, she talks about, you know, like, why the why the relationship didn't work out, you know, because of I think adultery. He's constantly running around. But that she really, they were close, you know, until he passed away. So it's so interesting to hear. I would love to, I can't wait. I want to read her book and read about her life. Such an interesting person. Um, very interesting. Uh, and also a woman of faith, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, kept her and always kept her class and her dignity, stuff like that. Just beautiful, okay? So yeah, uh, rest in power, Sisley Tyson. Wow, ninety six. God, what is that? A blessing. Do you hear me? It is a blessing to live, to be ninety six. Let me tell you,
0: what, what all the life
1: you done seen? You know what I'm saying? Wow, uh, 19, what does that mean? 1924, she was born? Wow. Interesting. Interesting, okay? Okay, so, what else I got to talk about? Y'all know we're going to have part two, right? Okay, it's, it's, just, it's obvious. I've been having part twos a lot, okay? So, we're going to have a black part two. There is going to be a part two in the show. Uh, we got a whole lot more to talk about. Um, but I didn't get to talk about Harriet Tubman, Tubman on a $20 deal. I'll probably talk about that in part two, okay? Uh Salt and Pepper. And and, and there you know, Salt and Pepper's thing came out last week, okay? Uh Salt and Pepper's uh movie on Lifetime. Wendy Williams' movie comes out tonight. I can't wait to see it. I'll be you know, I'll be in front of the T V with uh, you know, some snacks. <laughs> I've been wanna watch Wendy for Wendy been out here telling all the TV about her stuff for the last couple of weeks, okay? Um but let me get on salt and pepper situation, okay? Because you know, I, I, I feel different than everybody does about Cinderella. Everybody's been on Cinderella, wait, huh? Let me put it. So everybody's been uh, it's kind of running around here, you know, and kind of, uh, kind of like being given salt pepper a hard time for not having Cinderella as, uh, as prominent in the movie. She was in the movie, but she didn't have a lot of lines, you know, or she, she you know, that she was excluded. And Spinderella's been running around here mad because she was excluded in the group. She wasn't in the group, okay? She wasn't exclu- uh, included into the movie. So let me read this first. From USA Today, it says, oh my God, I hope I have time to finish this because I got so much to say on this. Okay, it says DJ Cinderella says she was wrongfully excluded from participating in Lifetime's Salt and Pepper biopic. This is from USA Today.com. It says Cinderella, former DJ to Salt and Pepper, is speaking out about feeling disappointed that she was wrongfully excluded from participating in Lifetime's new biopic about one of the most iconic female rap groups. Words cannot fully express my disappointment when I learned a decision was made to move forward with a lifetime biopic that wrongfully excluded me from every aspect of development and production, all the while using my image throughout. Given that I played an integral role in the group's story and success, the 49-year-old DJ tweeted Friday, the rise and impact of the rap group were dramatized in the, uh, the lifetime, lifetime movie, Sound Pepper, which premieres Saturday in it. Uh, in it, Cheryl South, James, and Sandra Pepper Denton, played respectively by Gigi Townsend and Layla Odom, recorded a tune for a co-worker class project, and ultimately ended up being a Grammy Award-winning artist who helped change the genre, okay? Uh, listen, let me just say this about Spin. And Spingerella is a person who did not understand her role. And that, and what I mean, some of y'all are like, uh-huh, I, I saw the, I, you know what? I've been a salt and pepper, such a big salt pepper friend that I was, I went to the first, I went to a concert when they had the first Cinderella, the very first one. And it was years before I knew they changed the girl out. Facts. Salt and pepper itself was a creation, the kind of Herbie, love the Herbie dude that was born with pepper. I mean, salt uh, he wrote all the music and everything, but Salt and Pepper were clearly the front girls. They always were. The brand was clearly Salt and Pepper, and yes, there was DJ Spinderella back there. Like back in the day, LL Cool J had Cut Creator, Run DMC had Jam Master J, but Jam Master J was a little bit more integral part of the group. A DJ Daddy Jeff and a Fresh Prince. I mean, you know, yeah. That, but Spinderella wasn't. Spinderella was there, but she wasn't quite like those guys. Like, we knew Cinderella was back there DJing, right? You know what I'm saying? But she was not the brand, in my personal opinion. And when you are a a DJ, you play a supportive role to the front, okay? That's facts, okay? Don't get mad at me. Some people say, DJ, people do is that you play a supportive, a big-ass, now, I think it was kind of wrong to leave her out the movie. I think that should, when you're doing a movie, a biopic, it would have been nice to go and sit down with uh, with Spinderella and got some of her take on that movie as well, because then it becomes, the movie becomes more true to form, right? You know what I'm saying about your life story, but the fact is that, you know, Then the second Spinderella did not understand her role, and she was excommunicated out the group because she didn't understand that. Now, you know, they can go on tour without her ass. They can run around here, go on tour. They can make a movie without her ass. Why? Because she was a very powerful background person, and she did not understand how to expand her own brand. Kind of like wait a minute, Carl. What you mean she ain't understand Everybody knows Spen is. Spinderella did make herself a needed part of the group. Salt and Pepper gave her access to places and things that she would never have had access to. Okay, and at that point, as a female, especially, she should have been playing the fuck out of her ring. If she wanted to be an integral part, because she, 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 her role was always background. Okay, and because your role is background, you know, you listen, you got to ask yourself, huh, like, can they change me out real quick? Cause I am just a DJ. Hey, they, they can get rid of my ass real quick and replace me with another damn Cinderella, right? <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> right? So because they can replace you as Cinderella, they can replace you easily you should know that I need to create my brand bigger so that everybody knows who I am and that salt and Pepper can't go on without me. So what I mean by that is she should have been in a lot of extra things. She should have been doing a lot of things on the side, creating a brand of Spinderella shit that made her so big that they wouldn't want to do it without her. But she didn't. And therefore, she's interchangeable. I mean, shit. It is what it is. You know, like when we talk about the great rap groups, like DJ Run DMC, Jam Master Jay was a very big part of Run DMC. I mean, you know, people know that that he created a lot of their style. He, you know, he was very integral in their interviews. They came as a package. Salt Pepper, early on, they actually brought Cinderella in a little bit later. But you really didn't see. It was really you could tell those two girls were the brains. And I know people saying, well, Spinderella was on the cover of every album." Yes, she was, but tell the truth, ma'am. Could you go to a concert without seeing Sea Salt Pepper and not need to see Spinderella's ass right there? Yes, you could. So you have to understand that your brand ain't about that. Like you needed to create something that was so powerfully yours. You have a name and it's known, but the problem is they, they replaced. You don't remember how you got there. They replaced another you with another spinder. There was a Spinderella before you, and they replaced her. (laughs) She didn't get it. She didn't get that she was replaced them all. Like, she should have got it. Like, oh. Like, they just replaced. Her name was Spinderella, too, so they just renamed you Spinderella. And they kept rolling. The ship kept right on rolling. And you know what they'll do again? They'll probably go find another DJ. And like while wow, you'll be at home, what's she doing right now? She'll get a few things, like extra something like that I might hire her for the festival or something like that. But put a plus for the fourth part, you'll be at home playing. Um, what's that? Should be what's she doing on Facebook right now? She DJ for about an hour sometimes. <laughs> that's sad. i sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sorry, Cinderella. I'm sorry. It's, it's it's you. It's your fault that this has happened for you. I don't know what to say, and I think Salt and Pepper. Yes, they were wrong for excluding you from the movie, but they're not wrong to go on without you. You were interchangeable from the beginning, and you should have got that when you came in as a 16 year old girl. You replaced another girl who was named the same name as you. Pepper could never be replaced. They were the brand.
3: But you good.
1: <laughs> there was a Cinderella before her. <laughs> Hilarious. It's like Destiny's Child, you know? Now, the replacement was hard on Destiny's Child. You know, it was a little hard on Destiny's Child. But really, here's the thing that the girls kind of didn't realize. Destiny's Child was Beyonce's vehicle. So even though it was a little rocky in replacing the girls, it never was quite the same without those girls. Even though I liked those girls, they all came together in a package. It never was quite the same. But Destiny Child was able to go on and even do even more because the vehicle was built around who? Fucking Beyonce. Okay. And so it took Twain Lucking them years to get come make their way back. Latoya lucky to make her right back. Other girls are still out there, kind of, you know. She was replaceable. Beyonce wasn't replaceable, but Drake was. <laughs> People don't understand they're wrong, do they? I mean, it's just sad. It's such a sad thing that Cinderella, now she's going around here being bitter instead of building up her brand. Oh, Cinderella, I'm sad. Three one four. I got a, I got some callers on. Okay, okay. I see a couple few callers. Okay, if you have your. I'm gonna tell you right now. You got the one up. If you got a line up, I don't have a lot of time. But if you got a, a line up, Hank, hey, don't. If you hit the one, that means you want to talk. And I know a lot of y'all just call and listen. So hit the, don't take off the one if that's not what you really want to do. Okay. I'm about to get this caller right here. Three one four. You are on the CC show. What's up?
5: Hey, what's going on, lady?
1: Hey, Hey, how you doing? Bianchi.
5: Man, you know, T.I. is crazy. Always have been. I don't know what to say about him. You took me talking (laughs) about the juices all over the floor. You get up out the bed, walk across the floor and slip. Your feet go up in the air. (laughs) And some of these women out here, some of these women out here don't like men, but they dress like men, carry a wallet with a chain on and they have a strap on in their pants.
1: I, it was, it's the worst thing, like the nuttiest stuff that's ever. I don't know what. I don't know what the. I don't know what they get out of all of it. It seems. I don't know. I think at that point, it's just that they're having so much fun in it; they become just numb to everything. It's like they're trying mm-hmm. to get the next high
5: in sexuality. Yeah. But I want to say like, something about a creepy. About oh, creepy Joe Biden. Okay. Joe Biden. And, is, is is a damn ignorant He don't belong where he's at And let me tell you how he fools blacks You know all during last year The hot topic was about Justice reform, police reform But uh-huh. getting rid of private prisons Okay Right So they talking to a potential president Alright yeah, I think it was yesterday Maybe the day before He talked about uh, eliminating contract With private prisons Okay Uh
0: huh
5: there's about 300,000 inmates in, in federal prisons. You know where the majority of inmates are, including blacks? They're in the state and local
1: state. Yeah. prisons. yeah.
5: state has over 2 million. Joe Biden, yeah. a president of the United States, I don't care if it's Biden, Obama, Trump, or uh, FDR, they have no control over state and local prisons. They have no the control over state. They have no control over yeah. state and local courts. If a court want to give yeah. you in a local in a local a state court want to give you five hundred years for jaywalking, the federal government can't tell them a damn thing. So he has gotten over on all those blacks that was thinking that he was going to do something about their concern. Trick or treat yeah. early. <laughs>
1: Very early.
5: (laughs)
3: Damn early. Yeah.
1: Joe is is really pulling them out. I mean, Joe. Joe is pretty much a betrayal of this Swift. That's why I've been telling Black America, it's been Swift and it's been, it's been big. I mean, so. But hey, uh, thank you for calling, P.A.K. I I got Thank you too. You've been funny. I'm (laughs) great. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh that the portrayal with Joe Biden has been With. I, I think black people are gonna find out that late. Um, and I'm sad for you. I mean I'm sad for my people because I don't want, you know, I, I hate what is gonna happen when we pay, figure it out. When we when, well most of us it's a lot of us that have, it's about thirty percent of us that figured it out, they figured it out a while back. But it's it's the a lot it's about sixty to seventy percent of us that ain't figured it out. Oh, my God, it's going to be scary. Oh, Lord, when black people realize that all you getting is Harriet on $20 bill. And I'm going to have to talk about Harriet on the next show. Part two, I'm going to talk about Harriet Tubman. I'm going to talk more about Spinderella and Saul. I'm going to talk about more about um, oh, what else we got to talk about. Uh, uh, the four girls who killed somebody in Walmart. Four 14-year-old girls, black girls. Go into Walmart, take themselves social media live, and end up killing a girl on live. Dumb, dumb. Okay, and I'm gonna talk about why are you parents raising sociopaths out here. Okay, so also I want to talk about Sheila E. Okay, Sheila E. is getting ready to do a movie allegedly about her and Prince. Lord have mercy, this Gemini and I had them all fooled. He was making them all think they were special. Let me. Gemini, they so three <laughs> I don't know which 20 it was that was Talking to you Sheila, okay, but it was a lot Of y'all that was special <laughs> <laughs> So we gotta talk about that on part two Okay, so uh, also, Oh man, we got a lot to talk about on part two We got Trey Suns get arrested at the Chiefs game Okay, we gotta talk about that uh, House Democrats wasting time And money with this uh, They're planning on doing an elaborate impeachment For nothing uh, We're gonna talk about uh, Amazon. About how they waited to to to, to help with the vaccines and to when to what's his name gets in Biden got in, and we're gonna talk about how Kim and Kanye's marriage is uh, playing out on reality TV, and we're gonna talk about Wendy Williams movie because by part two I'll be to watching Wendy Williams movie tonight. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited for the Wendy movie. Okay, so you guys, that's what we're gonna be doing. Homework tonight watch Wendy Williams movie, because it's going to be messy, (laughs) and I will see y'all with part two either tomorrow, or maybe midnight tonight, that's not how I do, I'll be coming out randomly, okay, so until then, you guys, you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, enjoy the rest of your day, the sun is shining bright here in Texas, it's nice, it's almost 70 degrees, (gasps) yes, I'm going to get out and enjoy my day, okay going to leave it with Jill Scott's lovely day. It's the CC show. I'm Carlotta. I will see y'all in part two soon. Have a good one,
3: y'all. <laughs>
1: Every week I know what you're doing you, whether you're washing dishes yeah cleaning house uh, yeah uh, just hanging out. I don't know what y'all be doing, but thank y'all for listening to me, Ramblon. Anybody write me and saying stuff? Okay, it's good. I like it. Uh, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Listen, the way you you know the way you really show me your appreciation. You can tell more people about the show. Okay, I'm good. Tell everybody. You can tell people about the show. You can pass it on. I love that. Okay, tell so them check out the Colorado Traveler show. They can even listen to the archive shows. I see some of y'all be going back listening to the archive shows. I appreciate that. So much. Hey, listen, Wendy Williams comes on tonight. It's going to be good on Lifetime. Make sure you guys uh, check that out because I'm going to be talking about that next time. And also, oh, was something else big I wanted to... Dang, y'all. I forgot I just had it in my mind I was going to talk to y'all about. Was it Wendy? It wasn't Wendy. Uh, We forgot to talk about Apple kicking off the Black History Month of... Black History Month, uh, watch, we're gonna talk about that. But uh we talked about uh Nick Candler's new daytime show. Uh, oh my god, we talked about Chad Wheeler. I think we got Tay Taymar on part two show. Um it was something else that I wanted to talk to y'all about and I've totally been blank, you know how I'll be doing. Y'all know. Oh, that makes me mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, but we got a whole lot listen, I have a whole lot to discuss on part two show. So you definitely wanna tune in for uh part two. Uh it was something I'm gonna look on my Twitter account real quick, you guys, so I can see what it was that I was gonna to talk to you guys about because I saw something that I wanted to make sure I said, you know, I what's it the We will figure it out. Oh, I got to talk about the mass exodus from L.A. You know, there's there's been even more exodus from L.A., so we're going to try to talk about that. Uh, Also, um, we talked about salt and pepper. God, it makes me mad when I have something I really needed to say and I can't think of it. Dang it. That means it wasn't. Maybe it's not the time yet to blow y'all up with it, okay? But Listen. Okay, so we're going to have a really good show coming up on part two. I'm going to definitely hit up a lot of topics on part two, so you definitely want to listen to part two. There's a lot of topics I did not get to today, okay? T.I. and Tiny took me out. T.I. and Tiny was out here doing the most in these streets, okay? So it's just like, you know, whoo, I had to really say something really quickly about them. Um, so, hey, part two, you know, y'all can tell I'm style and think. Like, it was something really, like, I really had to say. Oh, man. Okay, so we'll figure it out, okay, y'all? We'll figure it out part two. Hopefully I'll be able to remember it and trigger my little memory bank. As <laughs> soon as I hang up, I'm going to remember what I had to say, right? Like, you know, you know how I'll be doing out here. As soon as I hang up, it's going to all come back to me. It's just going to, that's how it does, that's how it happens. Then I'll be, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I had to say. So, uh, part two. Uh, remember, we'll be uh, getting. We'll, oh, touching more on the Wendy Williams. Make sure you guys watch that Wendy Williams story because y'all so y'all can know what I'm talking about uh, tonight when we hit. Uh, we we hit that or tomorrow tomorrow night when we hit that up. Okay. Uh, that's it, you guys. I hope you have a really good one. Uh, you know, uh, listen say a lot of things on this show. I mean, you know, sometimes I'll be like, Oh my God, I'll be listening back to them going, "Jeez, what are you talking? What did you say that for? You know <laughs> Sometimes I listen back to myself and I'm like, geez, what did you really need did you should you have said that? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, listen, I do know a lot of people will listen to this show and stuff like that. Please don't take it personal. You know, uh, one of the things you can do, if you, have, if you disagree with me, you always are welcome to write me. You can. Uh, people do it. Behind does not all the time. Uh, you know, uh, you're always welcome to say what you feel. You're always welcome to call in, too, okay? A lot of you will hold the line, but, you know, sometimes you hit the one, and then as soon as I say don't hit the one, you'll take it off. But you guys are welcome to call in if you have something you want to say, if there's something you disagree with, or uh, something like that, feel free, okay, to call in. And I'm going to start giving out that call in number more so on the show, okay? Uh, also, uh, did y'all see this week? Oh, we got to talk about Chloe, too. You know, Chloe and Haley start separating their uh, Instagram accounts. a little Mrs. Chloe, honey. I told y'all she was hiding the paint. Miss Cody been doing everything. Miss like, but she's cute. She's a doll baby, okay? But she Miss Cole been out here doing the most. She's been doing the my Miss Cody been bouncing it and how <laughs> so Miss Chloe's out here. Chloe is ready, Okay? She is absolute she's ready be she ready to come for uh Beyonce's ass, okay? <laughs> okay, so we don't we got, I'm gonna get to it in more. I still can't remember what I was going to talk to y'all about. I cannot remember. <laughs> And I'm tried, okay? So, listen, you guys, have a really, really good, enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, I will see you guys either late tonight at midnight or either tomorrow we'll do the part two show or Monday, okay? Those are my three days. Those are my promises, okay? That's my promises, okay? So you guys have a good one. What am I going to leave out with? I don't know. Uh, we're going to leave out with Beyonce, Love on Top,
0: okay? Let's go. Uh-huh.